and welcome to Mildly Heroic, the Pathfinder RPG podcast. We are proud to present Hearth of Darkness, an actual play of the module Ire of the Storm. I only have three words, four words to say, and they are, it's Tuesday, my dudes. <laughs> it's Tuesday, my dudes. Here we go. You know, I was going to say three words. Sirenscape is awesome. Okay, yeah, kick that right off with <laughs> <laughs> hashtag not our sponsor. Might as well. Just <laughs> not, not a sponsor, but we will plug them because they're good and we use them. So that's how it is. Yeah, and I have actually come to just put Sirenscape on when I'm just on my computer because some of the sound sets are super cool and I love them. So look at that. That's how good yeah. Sirenscape is, and that's how good your life could be if you don't. If you want to just sit and read a book and listen to the sound of rain, Sirenscape. I just if wish every time hear... I walked around in real life that I just had Sirenscape playing behind me. Right. Okay. You know what? I bet you. No joke. Yeah. No joke. I bet you're listening with Sirenscape while you're like reading a book and you're just controlling the ambient sounds yourself could actually be a pretty enjoyable experience. That All right, guys. Like re- re- reel it. Reel it in until we actually get the sponsorship dollars. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Reel, reel it in. Save a little something for when we're actually sponsored. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. Um. Without further ado, then, does somebody want to take the recap? It was Sarah, Sarah, wasn't it? Well, she looks so confused. I don't know. <laughs> well, She's I'm perplexed. confused because my map just... Jason, what did you do? You just drew a black drawing on the map. <laughs> I was like, something bad just happened. My map is all... My tokens are gone, and... I wanted to, to see fair, if it would it... work. <laughs> oh, it can't be I as bad still... as that dragon we're about to face. I could still see the map because I have another map on the GM layer with the points of interest on it. And so it, for me, it just looked like fog of war came on the map all of a sudden. And I said, I, I didn't control that. I didn't do that. What's going on? So that's why I was confused. But to answer your question, I wasn't going to do the recap. I was going to do the intro, but it's all fine and well. If it's you want me to do well. the recap. Uh, real quick though, let's go ahead and do a mock roll. I it was made aware to me that the uh, our overlay was terrible and was blocking some portions of the roll. So hopefully you'll be able to read the numbers if you're watching us. We'll still read them out if you're listening on the podcast version, but uh, otherwise, I hope you can see all of the results there. Perfection. You're probably just getting tired of not being able to see my uh, single digit rolls. Oh yeah, okay. There were I can a see it. Bunch of it not good. single digit rolls last session. I was gonna say we were yeah. pretty active last session. We did uh, yeah. a lot of green twos. We did we pretty all right. Twenties. Oh. I was just joking, guys. Seriously, gosh. God. My apologies. Miyabe, how did you how did you manage to roll a hundred on a d hundred so seamlessly? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Tricks we just never tell. Uh-oh. That's a reference. We were playing in our other campaign that we do with a, a different group of friends, and uh, <laughs> Brandon had done that like twice. On that. No, that was this campaign. No, that was this one, Josh. Oh, was it this one? That was yep, last session. Was a... Yeah. Yep, it was, that it was, was the only. Where... It was once. You make one mistake. <laughs> it was, and it's the bane of my existence. Well, you the do best, it one time. The best part is that none of us caught it until like a minute later. I looked at it and I was like, wait a second. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How many times has this guy been role playing and he can't click upon that auto rolls it for you? <laughs> I don't even have to do math. 
Well, to be fair, that wasn't clicking a button. You actually had to type out the command. You have a fudge dice? I don't even know what that does. It uh, fudges it, the dice. Yeah, it fudges the roll. Well, it didn't yeah. do good for me. I rolled What's zero. What's the point of that, though? I don't know. I'm sure it works with other games. because If I roll it, can you do. see it? Did you just see it? Yeah. I see a... Minus one. But, huh. But the... What the... Huh. I don't know, man. Some things are just the way that they are. I don't know how Well, anyway, this is great for the podcast, so I'm sure we've lost everyone who may have started listening. But uh, to recap where we left off last time, um, we picked up with our group in the stone hall as the storm was raging outside, thinking that they would be able to just bunker down and uh, make it through the night. But they became aware that the sheriff was not in the stone hall anymore. She had gone out to investigate the lightning that had been hitting on the barricade. And the townspeople asked if, or actually a guard asked if the group would be able to go out and see what was going on with her. And I don't appreciate that Jason is putting stuff on my map while I'm trying to recap this. I don't see anything on the map. Very distracting. There's actually nothing there. There's nothing on the map. I'm going to remember this when we get to Iron Fang, and there will be retribution. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they set out for the barricade, uh, saw a couple of figures up on the barricade that ended up being lizard folk who were seemingly the ones that were commanding the storm or whatnot. And combat ensued and lasted the majority of the session. But in the end, they did prevail. It was close. Miyabe and Kermit went unconscious. Uh, Abner was at 1 HP, I think. And Aluna was perfectly fine, which... Ah. I think she took one point of damage. One point of damage. Oh, really? Because she got hit by one of the lightning things, I think. She just kept giving people the stink. uh. Right, right. I was hoping to take Abner down, and then I forgot that he had electricity resistance. So that was unfortunate. If he hadn't saved, yeah. you could have done it. Yeah, yeah, but they were able. <laughs> they were able to defeat the foes and rescue the sheriff, who was still alive. Brought her back and waited out the rest of the storm that night. And we finished the session with them the next day, um, taking stock of what was going on and kind of catching up with the sheriff. So with that, uh, we can pick up. Um, Well, I guess I should say um, a couple of days are going to pass. So I wanted to reach out to reach out. I wanted to ask you if there was anything that you guys think that your characters would be doing during those couple of days. Um, Adela had told you that the count would be gathering the council to go over the things that had happened the past few days and discuss the storm and your findings at Fort Breakthrough. Um, But... Um, until that happens, what do you think you guys would be doing around town? Plan to assassinate the Count. Oh. That's not what I'm doing, but (laughs) alright. That changes the module just a bit. Just a little Uh, bit. Yeah. Uh, Before we get into much there, um, if you have ability damage, so Abner, you could probably get rid of your ability damage because that'll heal naturally. And any HP, you guys probably would be back to full health just so we have a fresh starting off point. Okay. Beautiful. So, Kremit probably would just be uh, 
going around, just talking with people, helping where he can. He's a little, a little shooken up, probably down. He might have uh, tried to talk to Miyabe about how he can get over actually, uh, you know, killing people. Because that's the first time he's actually killed, like, probably a humanoid type of creature. Mostly it's been, you know, uh, bugs or, you know, basic animals or critters or stuff. But to kill a real human, I guess, he's probably a little distraught. And almost died, so he would seek Miyabe's counsel because he's probably sure that Miyabe has killed many a folk in his day. Yeah, I'm sure Miyabe has, but I'm trying to figure out how he would respond, because I doubt it would be helpful advice. No, I, I understand that. I understand <laughs> that. Krimit doesn't understand that. And he takes your words of wisdom, like looking uh, up to the stars. I think Miyabe's view on that sort of a thing is it's it all comes down to just survival. Like He doesn't really think about it. He's never really thought about it. It's like if he goes out and hunts, it's just the cycle of life. Anything that he fells and brings back, that's just how it goes. And if he has to defend himself like we did with the lizard folk, then there's no alternative, so it's not worth thinking about. So his viewpoint would probably just be a very... Uh, similar to like just ignoring it. Like it just It's never crossed his mind. I'm not sure how he would voice that, though. Um, could, you, could you do it? I could try. Um... Yeah, but how do you get over when you kill somebody? Do you feel remorse in that gigantic body of yours? I do not generally feel bad about the things that I kill because I do not kill them with any ill will. If I am hunting, then I hunt for my survival and the survival of my people. And if they attack me, then I hunt for my own life. It is merely survival. I do not hunt out of anger. I do not kill out of anger. Except that one time I almost turned into a demon. Yeah, that's Those different. were elementals. I don't know if he even really realizes that those were creatures. I mean... Are they really sentient? I mean, yeah. So Zuif enters the chat. We didn't. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't Kermit, talk about that, but he definitely goes. Like, Kermit would yeah. appreciate the wise wisdom that Miyabe could provide, and probably would use that to reflect on it as he just goes about his days helping where he can, and probably making sure Zuif is not killing any children, <laughs> younglings. Yes, the younglings. The younglings. <laughs> So, Abner, what what's Abner doing? Uh, three things. First, that pearl. Oh, yes, the pearl. Can I just take 20 since it's going to be a few days? Sure. Okay. Technically, so, you can just roll. How many, however many days are, are there are. Yeah, I think collectively there would have been like two days. Because you can only roll once per day, technically. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, actually, yeah, actually, go ahead and roll twice. Okay. Well, roll once and see if you make it, and then. Okay, so that's not gonna do it with a natural two for a nine. Okay, and then a twenty-one on the second one. So, um, on day two, you have been studying this pearl for a while, and you are able to determine that it is actually a pearl of power. Um. 
Really? Yeah, first level Pearl of Power. No kidding. First level. Cool. Are there other magical pearls? Like, I kind of assumed that's what it was, but, like, are there other powers that are pearls that are magical? I don't know. I mean, there Um, are similar magic items, but they're not pearls. There's, like, Bora beads, which are the same thing for alchemists and such. Okay. Okay. Does anyone have objections if Abner keeps that? I think Miyabe should have it. Yeah. I think that's probably the best. He loves magical the, items. For all yeah. the channels that he's going to have when he uh, multiclass into cleric. Consider the <laughs> composition of the party, Abner. Does it really... I know you're all about money, but does it really make the most sense to give the Pearl of Power to the wizard? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean... Probably not. Probably not. Do you, you know, need Abner, a, well, I, I know you probably do need another cast of uh, of what Bane? is it, Bane? Bane? Yeah, you probably Bane. Need oh. another another cast of Bane. You know, so if you want it, I totally understand. Okay, listen, when you went there, I wasn't gonna call y'all out like this, but come on, we listened back to the tape, and I have accepted your apologies in private, but now I will do it in public. I okay, I gave no apologies for that. <laughs> and I by, stand by it. By we listened back, it was I listened back, <laughs> right, and right. I acknowledged my error, and right. I apologized for my <laughs> oversight. Correct. I do not apologize for any of my actions. Um, I really hope, Abner, you give that Pearl of Power to Kermit, because I totally will put it in my gun and shoot it like a... <laughs> and shoot it like a... <laughs> like, oh, okay, thanks, dude! <laughs> So that was the second thing that Abner wanted to do was fabricate bullets. Okay. The spell that I have. (laughs) Sure. um, To make some bullets. And uh, he'll find Kremit and see if Kremit would like some bullets. Does Kremit need bullets? Oh, I think I have used some here i mean it makes 30 so i got a pretty fair amount from that one yeah use. i mean i can take i i only try to carry about 30 of each pellets and bullets so right. I, anything else you, would weigh them down if tell i would i'd probably take about eight of them eight of them okay 30 cool well, thanks abner i'm sure you'll pay me back someday maybe yeah maybe uh, and i think that's it for abner Okay. All right, so that's what Abner's been working on. Aluna? I um, am actually going to just take a, a profession check for... Do I, do I have enough time to do a full... Well, most of a week's worth, plus and minus a couple of days, uh, to get a, a, couple, a few bits of coin uh, for fortune-telling, if possible. Two-sevenths of a week. Well, we'll, we'll deal with that later. Um, but I'll go ahead and roll again since the other one was just a mock roll. And then I actually do have a way where, um, if anybody does want their fortune read, uh, I can actually, if I roll high enough on the check, make an augury so I can actually give them some legitimate guidance from beyond. Oh, you know, Funny, take any nobody, guidance. nobody wants their fortune told. <laughs> Oh, well. had his life flash before his eyes last session. Well, you at, least, get. <laughs> at least one person does, because I think with a 12, I make money, but not a whole lot. Oh, uh, I have to pay for it. Well, I, I thought you were just being cheap. kind. Half your profession check results in gold pieces per week of dedicated work. 
So in two more days, I will have six gold. Hmm. Interesting. And then in the meantime, by not doing that, she'll be helping out uh, roundabout, doing various things. Okay. Uh, Miyabe, what's Miyabe doing? I think Miyabe, most of his time would be spent doing heavy lifting around the town, um, hauling like logs or other materials to repair damaged buildings back and forth. Okay. I don't yep, think he has anything necessary. else in mind, just kind of the manual labor to help people out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're just doing what you can to get the shops back open, and uh, a lot of the island towns, island town, island town houses uh, suffered more damage than the mainland did, so uh, they're trying to get those houses so they can be lived in again. So you're just helping out wherever you can, and it's been pretty much all hands on deck for most of the town. They're all pitching together and trying to get the town back up and running. Uh, they're used to storms here, but they're not used to storms of that magnitude. And all the while, while you guys are working on these things for the, the two days, um, there's still some rain that blows through, some drizzle, um, some mist that comes in off the water. Uh, but all the while, you can still see this black churning mass out in the distance of the, in the ocean. Um, it doesn't appear to be getting any closer, but it's just constantly out there just churning, swirling like a like a distant hurricane. And on the second day, actually I know it would be on the third day, um, you all get up and you go out about your business and um, wherever you are, you will be approached by the sheriff or someone who is looking for you on behalf of the sheriff. And you'll receive these summons to meet her at the the stone hall and as you approach um, she'll say to you I just got word from Count Narsis that the council will be meeting in uh, an hour so if you wouldn't mind coming with me he wants to hear your tale of what you saw at Fort Breakthrough and also we're going to discuss some of the things that have been happening here at town the past few days um, I don't know if you all have time to come now, but he is requesting no presence. Is, are we being asked like individually, or are we all for some reason together when we're all being asked? Well, she sent out people to gather you to meet at the Stone Hall, and then when you guys gathered at the sure, Stone Hall, now she's saying this to you. Yeah. So you're all together now. Yeah, I can go now. I got nothing else going on. Great, so uh, you can accompany me. We will go up to the the Count's house on the hill. So you begin walking through town, and she'll just kind of make small talk, but she'll also say uh, some of the people who are going to be at this council meeting include Boldra, uh, who is a person of great importance financially in the town. Of course, myself, um, and then the Count's financial advisor, Hamsagad, uh, she is uh, someone who works very closely with Count Narsis. Uh, she actually has explored out in the terrain a bit, but uh, her expedition, well, let's just say they, they didn't make it back save for her. So the Count likes to keep her around to pick her brain on what's out there. Uh, I will warn you, um, be a little careful of what you say around her. There are rumors around town 
nothing that I can confirm or deny. But there are some people who say she might have some connection to some organization called the Aspis Consortium. Uh, I myself, I do not know much about this, this organization, but from what I gather, it does not seem to be very reputable. Uh, so just what would you say? Uh, she is a very charismatic individual, but she will take any information that you give her and use it for her own means. Oh, and can, um, can we try any kind of knowledge to know more about that consortium? Yeah, sure. So I think that might be a knowledge local. Oh my goodness. Boy, I turned to the I... group and I I think I would spill the beans. I think if anybody talks, it should be Miyabi because he is a man of few words. He would talk <laughs> less. Yeah, I doubt uh, Aluna would actually have too much insight of this, but maybe she's heard rumors in her pre-travels to now. Nope. Not so much. Yeah, so Abner rolled a 24 knowledge local and Aluna rolled a 9. So, Abner, this actually fits because you come from um, Absalom, and I assume you've been to the material Absalom, yeah. correct? Okay, yeah. yep, so you've been to, okay, and Kermit with a 19. Forgot you know I had a little that. Bit about this as well. Um, so the yeah. Aspis Consortium has its its feelers in many, many, many cities in Galarian. And it is a, its front is that it's a trade organization based out of Cheliax. Um, but pretty much anywhere there is um, valuable information, places of interest, you'll find the Aspis Consortium is there. Um, there's not a whole lot of information given in the module about them. I think they kind of expect that you as players might already know about them. Um, but they do have a bit of a, an unscrupulous reputation. Um, they basically only care about money and gold and um, amassing wealth. So they will do whatever they need to. Um, they will resort to thievery, um, in some cases uh, murder. Uh, they're, they just don't have a good public perception. Speaking of, they're from Cheliax, and I forget, do they have any official ties to the Chelaxian government? Um, or do they I'm operate independently? I don't think your knowledge local check was high enough to know that, <laughs> That's true. This, <laughs> this is Josh Allen asking... Uh, Aluna doesn't know. I yeah. can't remember. We haven't had too many adventures in Cheliax or near there or involving it. Very cool place. Lots of demon worship, devil worship, or whatever it is. I can't remember. Oh, oh. Yeah, so actually it does look like they what have they connections to the government of Imperial Cheliax. Yeah. They use that to secure trade deals with all of the Chelaxian colonies. Um, and they've just kind of spread out from there. Uh, their goals listed here on the wiki page is financing ventures through acquiring resources and exotic goods and through consulting. Um, they care about maximizing profits and securing capital. Yeah, and they have, like, a, a mutually beneficial relationship with, like they said, the Imperial government of Cheliax. So sometimes Cheliax will task them with going places and doing things that benefit the government, and likewise, there's money to be made. Yeah, so it lists here that um, some of their known interests and operations are in um, with ancient Aslant. They're very interested in recovering artifacts from the Lost Continent. Um they go up to the crown of the world um, looking wow. for opportunities in distant Galarian. 
Um, they're in the Darklands. They're in Katapesh, in Jalmaray, the Mwangi Expanse, uh, Numeria, Osirian, Verizia, Vudra. They're pretty much all over Galarian. There are um, was, that is pretty much that's pretty much out from the crown of the world to the Mwangi Expanse. That's yeah. the inner sea region. That's yeah. the whole that's the whole charted known world of Galarian. Sounds like yeah. my kind of people. <laughs> yeah, and while they like while it doesn't necessarily being a member of the Aspis Consortium doesn't automatically make you a bad person, the overall reputation is not great. As and, opposed to the Pathfinder Society, another very large yeah. popular organization. Yeah. So, um, when she says that, Abner and Kermit, you are, you both are from, um, areas outside of the Mwangi Expanse. So you've heard a few things, even from your distant homelands. Um, we know a thing and, or two, because we've seen a thing or two. <laughs> so those, th- that name kind of strikes a chord in your heart, whether you have favorable opinion of it or not. Um, you've heard of it at least. And again, she'll say that. It's just rumors. She doesn't have anything to prove that that the rumors are true or that they're false. Um, But from what she's heard and her own experiences with this woman, um, she knows just to be a little careful about what you say. And then she'll go on to to say... Oh, go ahead, Josh. No, it's just a a quick question for Justin, but it can come after all of this. Okay. Um, She'll just finish out by saying... Uh, you also know Bolja. I know you have had some dealings with her as well. Uh, she will be there. Um, and of course, the Count himself. Um, so I, I hear this is going to be pretty informal. Uh, feel free to share whatever you wish to. Um, the Count is a very easy man to get along with. Uh, so I don't anticipate any problems. Okay. Justin, uh, my question now. I, I know you're a Fletching, and we as a party know you're a Fletching, um, but I forget. Has that come up at all? Or your appearance is kind of human-esque in the picture. Um, I forget the description of what you look like. Yeah, I mean, everything would be fairly human-esque, except maybe his eyes. Right. So, it would be unless a, somebody... a little glowy. I don't know. I don't know compared to like other rate, other alternate races, how well Fletch things are able to hide their true nature. So I had him as like having like kind of glowy eyes because that's what they have, and like I had it as he was gonna have dark skin, but like it was gonna be kind of gray, not not so much black, but more like just ashen, dull, exactly ashen, just real dull gray. Okay, so it's not it's not unobvious. No. Is yeah. it is his skin translucent at all? Like you can see the veins and things in his arms more readily than you would a normal person or do you envision him just no. the color being a little just grayer? the color being muted. Okay. Yeah, so okay. it's like a like a mute brown, like a really mute brown almost gray. Okay. I only ask because it might be a plot point. Plot point and there is some racism against fetchlings. I mean their name is literally a racial slur, a fetchling. <laughs> so Okay. I was just curious. Okay. Um, so you make your way to the gate that leads into the Count's estate. Um, there are guards that man the gate, and seeing the sheriff, they'll let you in. Um, and you come to the front door, and the sheriff will knock, and um, an older man will answer the door, and upon seeing the sheriff, will exchange pleasantries, and then lead you into this house. And 
Um, it's a very nice house. Uh, I envision it being like if you've played Assassin's Creed Black Flag um, on one of the uh, one of the islands that you go to. It's kind of your home base. There's a big like abandoned manor, and just think of a nicer version of that. Um, this man will lead you through the house and actually to the back, where there is um, a room that has open windows but has like curtains pulled down so like sheer curtains so the wind the breeze can blow through um and it's almost like you're outside but you've got a roof over your head and there is a table set up in this room and you can see there is a man sitting at the table who looks like let me get to my handouts uh lethar narcissist so he looks like that. Ooh, very nice. Not exactly what I expected. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. I expected yep. something more nefarious, but all right. <laughs> uh, so that is Lethar Narciss. Um, you she, she, can she see Baldra sitting there. So Baldra, the lady who runs the counting house of Abadar, um, she is there as well. And um, there's another woman who is sitting there is uh his look is hilariously uh modern almost yeah yeah it does look kind of modern um like especially it's the beard it's the somewhat trimmed beard with the hair that makes it look real modern and then that is hamsagad also envisioned that she would be more nefarious looking she got a poisoned weapon uh, let me see. <laughs> Nothing nefarious ever comes from anybody who coats their weapons in lethal poisons. Lethal poison. Oh, that's not poison. That's just goop. That, that's, that's just, that's just blood from the other grouply. <laughs> the only that's... thing that I can say. Sweet's dead. That's not poison. No. <laughs> you see her head mounted on the wall. Yeah. That would be really dark. We're not gonna go there. Um, Any <laughs> darker than things she's already done. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. Uh, as you enter, uh, he Lethar will stand up and he'll say, Welcome, welcome, uh, my friends, to my home. Um, and he kind of claps his hands together. I've been very anxious to, to hear from you. Um, y- your names have been spread throughout town and have made it their way up here. And uh, Baldra has been singing your praises of how you uh, rescued the town and uh, saved the sheriff's life and... Um, I, I must say, you are quite the the unique group of individuals. And he like shoots a glance at Miyabe, and his eyes kind of get big. And then he looks at Kermit, and his brow furrows. And anyway, come, please sit, sit. We are we're just getting started. Can I can I get you anything to drink or eat? Uh, tea, coffee. Kermit has like a stupid huge grin on his face because he only ever wants to be appreciated and talked about and if the word is spreading about him things are going well so far <laughs> so oh boy you know about me yeah I'll take uh, I'll take some tea and some fruit if you have any of that please oh absolutely absolutely uh, anyone else interest you in some beverages uh, no thank you Aluna just shakes her head Okay, all right. Uh, please have a seat, and he'll uh, 
motion to the the man that had led you in who will disappear and um, after a few minutes he'll come back with a bowl of fresh papaya that has been cut up in um, a steaming mug of tea that he will give to Kermit. Um, Lethar will uh, beckon you to sit at the table and clap his hands together and say, well, now that we are all here, uh, I'm anxious to hear uh, news from the fort. Uh, the sheriff informed me once you left that you were going to get information about what's going on there, and um, I'm very curious to hear your report. Uh, real... eating, drinking, so he's not talking. <laughs> real quick, as players, uh, let's just go over the events as transpired. At the fort, we found everyone dead. Um, and attacked. We have reason to suspect it was the lizard folk, right? Yes. Yeah. They were trying um, to frame the halflings, one of which we did find. And uh, saved. Others we found dead. Um, and we found one Gripley who seems to be uh, fairly uninvolved. Mm-hmm. And then our suspicions about the lizard folk were uh, more accurately confirmed or at least solidified when we found uh, lizard folk approaching on that one wall creating the storm. Yeah, uh, the barricade that we found. Yeah. And that one's been, because we, we captured the one, she's in the barracks or something right now. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. Is there any reason to keep any of that hidden according to you guys i mean honestly to me as a player i don't really think there's much to hide about the lizard folk i mean we literally have one bound and gagged in a jail cell anybody could probably figure that out so i think that that's not really uh, you know what i mean i agree so i think that we literally just re- relay everything uh aluna will do her best as accurately as possible and she'll basically say to the rest of the party to like correct her when she makes mistakes and it, try to be as truthful never once Was does it? Miyabe try to correct her <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so we'll we'll uh we'll do it that way i think okay and he sits there with his fingers crossed and his chin resting on his hands uh listening very intently uh and he'll nod as you say things and his expression is um, very intense, and as you finish, he will sit back in his chair and say, "This, this is quite quite concerning to me. Um, I, I guess I did not expect to hear of lizard folk and halflings uh, that would be at the fort. I assumed it would be some sort of creature, a dinosaur, perhaps, um, maybe some other creature native to this this area, but I." did not expect a full-on attack from the lizard folk. That's very curious indeed. Um, and you you have no information on where they, they came from, where their, their tribe is, uh, where they're coming from? No. We only know the location of the halflings. Actually, we don't know the location of that. We just know the name of the place. We don't know where it is. I don't think. Correct. I'll, I'll take out Congo lands. I'll say I'll take out um, handout one, and we'll hand it to him. 
Do you tell this... him that? Here's handout one. <laughs> yeah, I say, here's handout one. Uh, this is what was used to frame the the Kashil, right? Kashil, right? Kashil. Yeah. And she'll hand it over um, and let him read it. Which it says... We no longer let humans ruin river, leave Songo lands, or we kill again, Kashil tribe. Hmm, this this is very interesting, and he'll pass the note around to the others, and I think this is the first that the sheriff has seen the note as well. He kept so- it hidden from her because she right. originally suspected that it was the um, halflings, but now that we've kind of vetted for them with more information and no longer just a hunch... Right. Feels like careful. We'll understand why we were cautious to begin with, and we'll understand that we we made a guess here and we panned out correct. And is Muzuzi so still in the town too? Yes. Yeah, Muzuzi is still there. Would we have brought him with us for this? Uh, the sheriff would have cautioned against that because this was more of a private council. Yeah, we left him outside the window. Mm-hmm. You can see him peeking in. <laughs> He's like Pippin and Mary at the Council of Elrond, <laughs> standing behind a pillar. <laughs> um, he'll hand the note to Hamsa, who's sitting near him, and she'll read it over and kind of pass it on, and she'll say, Well, I don't know why you're suddenly saying that's the, <laughs> that the halflings are off the hook for this. I, uh... I'm not convinced that there's not something to do with them. She saw the bodies that we killed over on the the barricade conceivably within these four days, right? Hamza? I... Hamza. That was Hamza speaking? I thought it was the sheriff. No. No. That's the evil lady. Yeah. I understand... Can I get a sense motive? Is she questioning us because she is um, just being cautious, or do I feel like there's a nefarious reason that she's doubting our testimony? Roll a sense motive. That takes ten minutes of conversation. <laughs> We've been talking for uh, ten minutes ish. <laughs> um. It's all right. All over. <laughs> so with an eighteen, um. You're not really picking up anything. Um, you really have no reason to think that there's anything nefarious going on. Okay. Then she'll politely, you know, double down and explain uh, about the lizard folk that we've encountered and fought and killed. Right. No, I'm not saying that the lizard folk are off the hook here, but I'm just wondering uh, what if they were conspiring with these halflings? What if there's some sort of uh, joint venture that they've got going on here? I mean, if you really think about it, we're all intruders onto their homeland here. So what's to stop them from teaming up, allying against us? I do not think that is the case. We met one of the Songo, a halfling who we rescued, and he had come there for help. Ah... I have a way of knowing things about people, and I did not sense anything bad in him. Well, that's all well and good for you, but uh, until I've met this halfling myself, I'm gonna 
I'm going to keep a, a wary thought about these halflings. Do you have some reason to dislike the halflings? Well, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, it was the halflings that attacked my expedition when we went out. Um, just an expedition, nothing specific about that. Please, expound. Well, we were out just exploring the land to see what was here. You know, eventually we'd like to expand the territories out. We need to know what's out there, sort of creatures we're dealing with. And we were out there one night and... It's hard to remember details. It was early in the morning and I was just waking up, but we were attacked by them. And they drove us off. Most of us were killed. I was... I was lucky. Wow, how are you so lucky? It's hard to say, my little frog friend. For amphibian. Anyway. Actually, he prefers amphibian, not criminal. Frog. Speak up and, well, not only did we meet a halfling, but we met another gripply such as myself who told us things about seeing halflings being carried off by lizard folk. And if you've ever chatted with her, the things she tells you, she kind of tells it to you straight in very creepy ways. She gets a chuckle out of that. Uh, the Count will step in and he'll put his hands on the table and he'll say, Well, there's really only one thing that I can think of to do, and I think it's... I will lead an expedition to find out what's going on. And as soon as he says that, the Sheriff and Hamster are both like, No, 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 you... No, mm-mm. That's not gonna happen. He's like, no, no, it'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be great. I've been itching to get out of these walls and going stir crazy. And the sheriff's like, no, 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 uh, Letha, if I might, you are not the right man for this job. Uh, y- you need to le- leave this to more capable people, uh, such as our friends here. And she'll glance around the table, and he'll sit down and kind of look sullen. Well. You do have a point there. I... Someone needs to go out. Uh, Someone needs to go out and and figure out what's going on. Um, We've got to get to the bottom of this lizard folk issue and... uh, These halflings, I don't know... I don't know what's going on here. We've never had problems like this before. I don't know why all of a sudden these things are happening. Adela, am am I still deputized? Yes, Krimit, you're still deputized. Kind of stands up. Well, as a deputy of this here settlement, I volunteer as tribute. Well, I suppose it might be more prudent of us to act as envoys to these lizard folk rather than simply starting a armed conflict with them. Perhaps diplomacy may win the day. Oh, right, yes, no, I'm not suggesting that you you go out with any nefarious means. I, I'm simply saying we need to dust out what what's happening. Why are they attacking the fort? Why are they supposedly attacking halflings? Are the halflings involved in this? Uh, why were they on the barricade in the town? And there's just a lot going on that I, I don't really understand. And I think someone needs to go out and figure out... Uh, so that this can be prevented from happening again. Well, if you had to guess, what would you uh, what would you guess they're angry about? Is there anything that this town or 
your leadership has done that might have angered the lizard folk? No. I, we have been very peaceful. We've kept to ourselves, mostly. Uh, we set up the fort uh, simply as a means to defend ourselves. Uh, we have people who have gone out and set up farmlands. Um, I Why have not might heard they say humans ruin the river? Why would they say that? I really have no idea. We don't put anything in the river, as far as I know. Aluna will chime in. If we are to represent you, then we have to know what are your goals? What do you aim to do here apart from colonize? Could you be doing anything that is polluting the river? Not that I know of. My my goal here is I want Pride and Hearth to be a place where hard work could secure any family, including my own family, land and legacy for generations. I'm not saying anything about taking over land that's already occupied. Uh, we're simply setting up in areas that have no ownership. If we find that they, you know, have stake in some land, then we will simply find other land. Mm. How, how long have they been here? Because I think the lizard folk and the halflings might have a lot of stake in this land. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to my knowledge, the halflings are a roving band that make their way all over the continent, so I don't know if they necessarily have stake in any land. And we really haven't seen much of the lizard folk at all, so hard for me to know if if we've taken over any of their lands. They never sent any envoys to speak with us. Have, has there ever been like an emissary or somebody like conversing between the halflings or the lizard folk from here, or vice versa? Not that I know of. And you know, Hamza... I... Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Hamza will speak up and say, Well, I think that someone needs to go speak with these halflings and demand answers. Uh, we need to know what's going on. If they wrote this note, if this is truly addressed from them, we've got to understand, what are we doing that's made them so angry? And if it's not them, did they do something to make the lizard folk frame them? Uh, and we're just caught in the middle of some feud between tribes. Um, that's where I would start, to be honest. You have some weird inclination towards blaming the halflings, despite all evidence to the contrary. I'm just saying, sometimes the smallest lead ends up being the right one. You can't leave anything out. Well, I'll probably start by talking to the lizard folk that we have captured back in town. <laughs> Well, uh, that's certainly a good place to start. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jason typed in the chat, smallest lead, because they are halfling. <laughs> yeah, here um, comes Kermit. Call them. Slate them. So, Narcissus will speak up again and he'll say... Well, if the four of you are willing to go out and figure out what's going on, and if there's some way that you can put an end to these storms and whatever is happening out there in the ocean, uh, I I will give you a substantial reward. Yeah, we could do that. Hey, Abner, didn't you say you were you were good with the whole like 
like storms and weather and such? Uh, yes, I am trained in the the meteorological art. That's it. That's what you said. Indeed. Now this reward. Uh, what what are we talking here? And he'll look at uh, Baldra. <laughs> I Baldra. She's the, the payment lady. Well, she'll just kind of gesture back to him, and the count will. Well. I, I, I can't give you a, an exact amount. I, I need to contact the Baron and Elidair and request the additional gold for this, the settlement, but um, I, I assure you, it will be worth your while and your troubles. Hmm. You can roll a, a diplomacy. Or what was the one you, you had? Was profession merchant or diplomacy? What was... Uh, yeah. Was it mercantile? It was... Profession merchant. Yeah, so go ahead and roll that. Okay. So, with a 16, if you press in a little bit more, he'll say, Well, I don't I, I don't have uh, confirmation from the Baron, but I, I could maybe up to 5,000 gold. Each? Oh. Wow, that's great. Um, he ignores Cribbit. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I guess uh, we're just amongst the remaining party. I uh, um, I was off mic for a sec. What did what did he say? <clears throat> How much money? Uh, he said you got five hundred. <laughs> Come on now, level two, nearly three. I know, I, I know what about I should be expected. Okay. Yeah, he said up to. Each? 5,000 gold. No, total. Uh, perhaps uh, your fine financial institution would be willing to give us more notes of credit ahead of time. A uh, uh, small amount in order to uh, provision ourselves for this expedition. He looks at Baldra and Baldra smiles. Well, I'm, if we have the backing of the Count to sign off on the letters of credit, I'm sure that we could offer 500 gold each. Well, that sounds just fine. I was thinking perhaps 20%, so that works out just fine. Well, I'm glad we could come to an accord. I, I should have known that a fellow follower of Abadar would uh, have his wits about him in financial situations. Oh, yeah, you are correct. Thank you, madam. Baldur loves Abner now. They're like BFFs. I'm going to give him free cleric services. Oh, right? oh. Hey, don't say free. That's, that's, that's not kosher. No, we got to go to the sailing chick. We got her. Uh... Oh, that's right. Abadar, come down like the U.S. against the oil. Start shooting everyone. Did you say free? Freedom. So the accountant will sit back and he'll kind of address everyone else and say well does anyone have any knowledge of where to start in an expedition like this uh, and Adela will speak up and she'll say I don't know much about lizard folk themselves I know that the tribe around here refers to themselves as the Maya born uh, but I've only had rumors of their presence in the northern jungle uh, however there were 
There was an expedition, a couple scouting expeditions that went out a few years ago that reported there were seasonal camps in the northwest. Um, I think they, I recall them saying they were near some Golgon ruins. Uh, to the northeast as well, there was a bubbling tar pit or something. Uh, but they were never any further south than those two areas. Sorry, was that lizard folk or halflings? Lizard folk. Lizard folk, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. What ruins did you say? Uh, Golgon. Uh, so anyone that has knowledge local can roll on that. You know, also we could we could go and we could talk to the lizard folk we have tied up, and we could also go talk to Budzuzi, um, and go to the place located in Handout One. Grimmit, <laughs> that is a fantastic idea. Thanks, Abner. I'm pretty sure I know what Golgon refers to. Yeah, so Aluna and Abner, you would be aware that Golgon is an ancient kingdom of Cyclops. That's what I thought. Oh, yep. I oh, don't want to fight a Cyclops. I'd really rather not. No, you don't want to <laughs> fight like They sound say. dangerous. Don't want to do that. <laughs> you can't make me. Hey, come on, our touch, uh, touch, their ace, their touch AC's gotta be so low, Abner. Oh yeah, yeah no, you guys will hit them every time. Very low, yeah. You'll <laughs> never miss. You don't even need yeah. precise shot, you'll hit every time. We'll be fine. Yeah, so basically she said that there were seasonal camps to the northwest near the Golgon ruins and to the northeast near a bubbling tar pit. Um, but they've never come any further south than that, so they really haven't been spotted around this area. Abner will ask. I'm vaguely familiar with those ruins. Uh, have you folks heard rumor or seen or confirmed Cyclops within that area? Uh, that Count will uh, chime in. I don't. I don't believe so. As far as I'm aware, the ruins are ancient, long deserted. So I don't think there's anything to worry about with Cyclops. He kind of sweats. Uh, we we have a bigger problem if there's Cyclops in the area. Am I right? Well, your bill will certainly be higher if there is. Well, I, I know there's not much to, to go on, but uh, there is one other thing. If you are if you were planning on going out, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the the ship, the Cobalt Eye. Uh, several people have reported that the ship ran aground west of town during the storm. Uh, if possible, I don't know if you can search the ship for survivors, uh, retrieve a copy of the ship's passenger list, so I can notify the families of those who may have perished. Yeah, absolutely! <laughs> Is there any other quest you can give us that award XP? We will take it. What's XP? Don't worry about <laughs> that. Right, right. Um, well, uh, this was a lot easier than I thought it would be. I thought uh, I was going to have to pack my bags and head out into the jungle. Um, but you, oh, you can still come if you want. Uh, uh, Miyabi's good at protecting people, right, Miyabi? And he kind of elbows him. I would do my best, but you do not look like you would last long. 
That's how it is. I love it. Yabe also just tells it to you straight. That's what my perception and survival check were a while back. He was looking at the guy when he said he was going to go out to see if Miyabe had any idea. Like, <laughs> is this guy going to last more than a day? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, with that, basically, um, the meeting will come to a close if you don't have any other questions. No, um, just uh, just going to see if Abner is actually going to successfully negotiate additional hazard patients <laughs> like clubs. Oh, I mean, I can RP that. I have no problem doing that. Cyclops yeah. insurance. Yeah, a Cyclops clause. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I I can't. Uh... I, I can't necessarily guarantee hazard pay, but I, I do have some things for you for for what you did in saving Pryden's Hearth from the storms. Um, so he'll gesture to that man again who will come back and um, he will bring you a total of 500 gold pieces, um, two potions, which he would tell you are potions of bark skin, caster level third, Two? Two. Potions of bark skin? Yep, and Ooh. so it's a third caster level. level. Three, okay. Uh, a plus one chain shirt. Ooh. Shirt, okay. And 25 plus one crossbow bolts. Ooh, okay. And he'll say, this. these were uh, part of my father's hunting supplies. Uh, obviously he's not getting any use of them now, and I dare not venture out um, into the wilds on my own, so perhaps you will make better use of them than I would. Nobody uses the cross bolts, right? I use spears. Yeah, I also have thrown for my ranged, which also I think I'm out. <laughs> the Abe throws the crossbow. They're probably spears <laughs> for my size character. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> javelins aren't one-time use. You can pick those up again, can't you? I would yes, think so. I, think, I would think so. So I picked up a javelin. In addition, um, should you uh, promise to erect a permanent structure and live or run a business here for at least two years, I have a plot of land within the town walls that I'd be willing to give to you. Is it this whole island up here? No, it's not that island. Is it this island? Is it no. This island? Well, it better be no. at least this one. It's this island. It's... it's... <laughs> <laughs> a little, little nugget land. <laughs> it's like, loosely in town walls, it's actually this one over here. <laughs> Um, so he would, he would give that to you, um, the deed would only remain bound if you did erect a permanent structure and stay for at least two years. Oh. And we'll say that that is located, do you want a beachfront property or something more inland? Probably after the storm, maybe inland. I mean... Abner wants to create a trade house here, so he'd want something near the docks or near a dock. But you better yeah. get hurricane insurance, my friend. Oh, okay. of course, of course. Okay, so we would, we would say you could have this little nugget right here. That little, that little open spot right there. Now, is that given just yep. to one of us or all four of us? That's all four of you. That's, so, I, that's pretty cool, one. guys. 
fourth of that nugget. You had to buy a <laughs> DLC to get that in Skyrim. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is really Silly. cool, actually. <laughs> I, Skyrim I wasn't an EA game. <laughs> yeah. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, you, have to, you have to pay for the pings. <laughs> 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 for every ping. <laughs> There's a nickel. There's a nickel. Um, and for There's those of you... These charges he... on my credit card. When he mentions the ship, the Cobalt Eye, uh, you all would remember that um, one of your traveling companions, Umuzu, actually said that she was going to uh, get passage on the Cobalt Eye and set out as a um, uh, like a guard for a scouting expedition. So she so. sabotaged it. Clearly. Perhaps. Trust no one. It's pretty Not even Kremit. So how big is that train shirt? Medium, right? It's magical, so it would essentially... It It'll would, reach it high. That's, yeah. um, that's not actually how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that's how it works. Only wondrous I... items resize. So I need to take out a oh, ton of the true. chain links, then I can melt that down into more bullets. Um, that's light armor, right? Yeah. <laughs> is make it into bullets. I think that it would be technically better than what I have right now. I can't I... wear it anyway, because it'd be like that scene from uh, where Gimli throws the chain armor on and it drops down to <laughs> his feet. That's exactly what it would look like for me. <laughs> you, said, uh, you said plus one mythical, right? Plus one mythical. I did not say so it lays, so it no, that Not in my notes. Oh, did we I get heard. any? And I can't remember. I didn't jot it down before this 500 gold. Did we, as a party, get any other gold? We got credit notes. Total, um, I have us at 642 party gold. Is what okay. I have us at. And then we each now have our individual 500. Okay, so yeah. I can't remember rules. Do I have to worry about the arcane spell failure chance? That's a yeah. Uh, well, I don't think so. I think, I think you're a divine caster. I so. think it's divine, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So, yeah, then it is just a plus one to my AC and nothing else changes. Oh, he would also um, give you a bird feather token in case of emergencies. Plus, it's light now, which is nice. What is a bird feather token? That's We had that in Iron Fang. Um, it, basically, you can write a short message on it and send it to somebody. That's what Nayari used to give the message to Aiden when she ah. was getting out of dodge. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful scene, by the way. I still think about it from time to time. <laughs> all right, so uh, Miyabe, you can actually use it then. If you just have Masterwork, it'll be a plus one for you all the it same. It would be a right? plus two for me. Yeah, just take it. Wait. I, I, it it how, doesn't how change. How would it fit me. him? <laughs> I mean, if it's not going to fit me... <laughs> it just comes up. It's, it's a plague of the medium. <laughs> it's like, what do you call those? Like for the girls' wear, where it just like goes down as to the belly and it's cut off. Yep. Like a, well, a to be top. fair, it was it was originally fitted for a man, and maybe his father, a hunter, was actually a, a large man. That's possible. Like seven foot large. Seven foot. <laughs> Guys, did I ask you for your assistance? Listen, it'd be like me being like, yeah, I can totally wear Shaquille O'Neal's shoes. Like, he's you a could. man, I'm a man. Clearly you I could. can wear his shoes. There you go, Shaq would let you wear his shoes. No doubt. 
I hope Shaq listens to this podcast and sends you his shoes. <laughs> I have seen his shoes at the Smithsonian. Oh, really? The Smithsonian. Imagine being so cool that your shoes are in the Smithsonian yeah. Museum. Yeah. Oh one my his, gosh. One of his shoes, that thing was massive. It was it was huge. Yeah. I would imagine. <clears throat> so we also have a brooch of shielding, guys. Did anybody want that brooch of shielding? Oh, those are actually really helpful. That gives you a. It absorbs the mage, the pew, 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 things, right? Yeah, magic, magic missile. And it's otherwise, is it a plus one uh, bonus? The function? No. Uh, no. I don't think there's any passive effect. It just eats uh, magic missiles. Uh, then it doesn't matter so much. Yeah. Um. What shirt is magical? The chain shirt. No, we should give that to Miyabe. Because if you so tell that, him he can hold on to that brooch that will protect him yeah. against magic, you know darn well he's going to hold that puppy. Yeah, <laughs> that is just, true. He'll just say that it's very well made, and then if Miyabe ever does find out that it's strongly magical, she'll say it's the ancestors protecting him. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Miyabe, take this magic thing that will protect you from magic. No, I do love the scenario where they're like... He, he doesn't trust other sources of magic, but Luna has some understanding about others. Not a ton, but she understands the difference between arcane and divine, you know? And I just think it's funny that... We're just lying to him all the time. A, a, a white lie here and there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, you guys get all of your things from Lethar and um, the sheriff will walk out with you. And as you're walking... Back to town, she'll pipe in and say, Listen, I hate to ask you of this, since I know you already have things that you're going to be doing out there, but... Somebody have a piece of paper is writing all this down? Uh... <laughs> you know what? I Luna might even say that in character. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I, I have a cousin who lives out on a plantation along the marsh northeast of town. Uh, his name is Jahari, and I'm nervous. I haven't heard from him. I don't know if he fared through the storm. Um, I can go out and see him myself. That's not a problem, but if you're going that way and you you find his house, and you can just check in on him and make sure that he's all right, um, maybe tell him that I'll be on my way in a couple of days to bring him some supplies, I would appreciate any sort of help that you can give me. Do we have a map of, like, the area? Sir? Um, you saw the map. I don't know if, like, they so have a map the, that they can like, give after us. After you've already done the side quest before starting it, you click it, you instantly have completed it. Can you please fetch me six berries? Boom! Here you are! Here you are! <laughs> yeah. Could you check on my cousin? He's dead! He's dead, okay? He's already dead! We know this! He's dead! Right? <laughs> you come back and report immediately, oh, I he's dead. Oh, he's no! Dead. Oh, no! Right? It's like, next quest. <laughs> next quest. Give me the XP, let's move on. <laughs> Listen, I don't have to give you guys these quests. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> we can just see well, how you're going to hold out. Totally fine. Oh, I'm a completionist. Give them all to me. I can just tell you that main quest. Well, it's going to take a while. Four. Who's Sean? I don't even <laughs> yeah, know anymore. It's going to take quest. a while. It's going to take a Could we find a buyer for the crossbow boats, by the way? Uh, Yeah, yeah. If you went back to... um, And the probably your shielding? Best would be... 
uh, what's his name? The blacksmith guy. Oh, that's a hard one to pronounce. Um, what? I don't even know how to say what you just said. He has a crossbow, a beautiful one. He yes. tried to give it to Abner. That's right. <laughs> he tried to take my gun and keep it. Uh, yes. Let's go visit him again, please. Please. Yeah. Keep your gun in your holster, my friend. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, what was his name? Vethorn something? Vethorn Valgardson. Ah, uh, yes, Valgardson. Okay. okay. Yeah, so it. he would purchase those off of you for half value. Half value Which... of plus ones is going to come out to at least a gold piece, probably. You'll have to figure that one out. Uh, Jason figured out. And then the only other things we want to sell are the masterwork stutter leather and the brooch. Okay, the, he would have... take. Oh. Yeah, never mind. He would take the the leather armor as well, the studded leather armor. And we could uh... negotiate half price for it. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the brooch would probably be... Oh, who would that be? Let me see if there's a magic person. I don't know if it would be Miria. She's just the... Um, the... Isn't there like a, an emporium or something like that? Yeah, or... she's the Oyen Emporium. Uh, yeah. She would probably take it. It's um, the old crazy lady, right? Yeah. Yeah. We need to go to find those halflings now and maybe find some gear because everything you guys are trading is too too big for me. I need to find some small creatures here. <laughs> you find some small armor. <laughs> we'll put you in lizard folk skin. That is yeah. one aspect about playing a small character that doesn't come up as often as it should. Everything is not sized for you. Right. I guess yeah. you guys gotta give me all the wondrous gear, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Jason is taking and, some time uh, to figure out the total amount of gold that we will successfully pawn off. Uh, we didn't have any other items that we had to find a seller for, right, guys? I think so. Okay. So we're doing half for the shield of broaching. It's gonna it's gonna turn out half, yeah. The shield of broaching. The broach. broaching of shield. <laughs> Still not right. The broach of shield. Of broach shield. <laughs> <laughs> a bird in the hand rather a than a bird in the bush is it's like a brooch in the bush it's like a brooch in the bush that is my favorite thing ever I just want to quote that to everybody hmm, so good Okay. So, it. so between all everyone we get five seven <laughs> yes okay I made it to a wand that's all I care about I'll, Aluna will buy the wand and then give the rest of the money to the poor or Miyabe Miyabe was huh. going to give all his money to the party. He's got nothing that he's going to... Yeah. Did you say give it to the poor or Miyabe? Yeah, or the party. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you got it for selling stuff that was given to all of us, but it's cool. <laughs> Wait, did you just no, keep all no, the money and then... No, yeah. with my portion of it. Because I made a decision. Oh. With the credit, the, my portion of our sold goods... And my cut of it, I make it to seven fifty plus a little bit that I don't I don't care about. I just want one. What was our party gold again up to Justin you had locked? Uh we are currently so is the five seventy six the party gold? That's in a that that would all I was doing it so it all goes to party gold. Okay. I also the studded leather I was going all to party gold. Anything that I was selling, I was just gonna go straight to party gold. So give me just one second here. 
And then you can divide that by Josh four. Josh has taken his, yeah, 576 plus 46 divided by 4. So each of us would get 155 additional gold. Yes. On top of our 500, and then you had how much prior to? 632 is the party gold. Or 642 is the Well, party. we also got 500 from him, too, so we got 125 from that. Yes. Sweet, that's so, another one, 160.5. Yeah, so 275 plus the 500, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I take 750 of that. I have 25 gold pieces left, and yeah, I... Yeah, that should generally be about where everybody's at. So if you're not at around 750, you probably haven't done your math right. Because I already, I already gave away all the rest of my money, except for eight copper pieces and whatever I've earned. And do we want to so go ahead and split the party gold? Oh, I was doing that. I said okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then whatever's left, we could just throw back in there. So yeah, it was 160 additional. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Ooh, I know what I'm doing. How long are we going to stay here? We're heading out right now. You said um, 160 additional? What's that from? That's from the party gold. So once, so after the one seven, like so after the 275, there's a 160 additional on top yes. of that? Okay. Yes. For the party gold. So now the party gold is gone. The brooch right. building is gone. We have one Cure Light Wounds potion, just so everybody's aware of party inventory. Two bottles of anti-plague, two bottles of anti-toxin, four bottles of blood block, two sun rods, two potions of bark skin, caster level three, the crossbow bolts are gone. One bird feather token and one cure light wounds. I was going to vouch for one, but honestly, we should probably give both of the bark skins to Miyabe, I think. Makes sense. Only frontline player. Yep. So, Miyabe, are you taking those two? An argument could be made that he could have one, and then maybe the other could go to Krimit, because Krimit is somewhat close as well. Yeah, he does have to get in range because he has to be within his first range increment. Say anything, but thank you, Miyabe. I appreciate you looking out for someone else. Okay, uh, so and also Miyabe wouldn't drink character. the bark skin anyways, so you might as well. Yeah. Get well, worst case, I can hold on to the bark skin if yeah. I need to use it. I can if you yep. use it and you need it, then I can just give it to you. But well, that's what I'm I saying know. is Miyabe wouldn't drink a potion, a potion of bark skin. Right. Well, actually, if you guys give him one, me one, I'm going to whisper to Miyabe that that's magical, and then he'll give it to me. Then I'll have two. Okay, Kremit's taking both the potions of bark skin. <laughs> yes. Yep, that's how it's going to happen. Long, long, long and short of that. Um, okay. Reese's character short is talk. literally all giving away everything. to like When you said, yeah. I don't think he would do that. No, that's, that's literally his whole shtick. The only <laughs> thing that I still had, Sarah, was is there alchemical components within this town that I could use to make gunpowder? Yeah, so Harry Lightfoot was that her name? Lightfoot? Yes. Um, she Harry run- Foot. Yeah, she- Harryfoot. She runs the uh, alchemical shop, um, so she would have um, herbs and things that she would have gotten mostly from you guys bringing back from the fort, and also the past couple of days she's been going out to try to beef up her supply, so she would have some things that you could use to probably make that. What's the cost question, Sarah? I don't remember. Um... We can go with the same cost that it was for the metal, just to make it easier. So I think it was, like, one pound was... Was it... One pound was a gold or something? Yeah, let me look here. Gunpowder. House rule question. Technically, uh, a profession check, by the way, Sarah, represents a week of work, but I had four days. Uh, Can I get what I got divided by two, since I've worked four of seven days, and just get three gold? Yeah, that's fine. 
Beautiful. You mean divide twice? Divide twice. 12 divided by 2 divided by 2. Yeah. Get 3. Yeah. So how yep. Many, and I'm how rounding much gold down. are you buying? Or uh, metal? Justin? Huh? How much uh, metal we, are you buying to make gunpowder? If we go by the cost of the metal, then it is... Uh... And I failed to make another sting check, so I still just have an empty skull. Um, okay. It doesn't say how much it was. How much was that? It was like one mm. pound of lead. Yeah, so... um, I thought it was under here. Okay, here we go. Oh, fabricate um, bullets. No, that's not it. Yeah, so it one says... One pound of lead or soft another worth two gold pieces. So well, but it says here that one dose of black powder is ten gold. Yeah. And your trait allows you to do that for one tenth, so it would be like one dose is one gold. One dose is one gold. Okay. Yeah. So basically, I think if in effect you would almost just buy that much gold worth of lead, however it works out, and then that's how you can turn into that much black yeah. powder. Yeah. Yep. So we'll say that each dose of your powder will be a gold. So was I... I successful in procuring a wand of cure light wounds uh yeah yeah we'll say just to make it easy that you could could get that alright I bought Sarah 12 forms of uh for gunpowder for me too okay 12 doses 12 doses so I just spent 12 gold okay Okay. and then the uh, poor gunslingers having to spend all of their money on consumables basically Wait, but then uh, there goes Jace. Just buy 10 Alchemist Fire. 10 Alchemist Fire for 200 gold, a shovel for 2 gold. <laughs> he's planning on burying some bodies or something. Yeah, right? I don't <laughs> like where he's headed. He, he purchases a uh, tent, a collapsible bathtub. Just give me essentials. <laughs> the luxury. <laughs> so, uh, we'll say that you take the rest of this day to uh, do your shopping and sell your items, buy your items that you want. Uh, you don't have to leave right away, so it's up to you as to when you want to set out. Well, if we're going to be doing spending the whole day here, then there's actually something else I want to do. I want okay. to eight hours of set day. Okay. Uh, Kermit, what did you want to do? Um, so as a gunslinger, I can restore my initial weapon. So for 300 gold and one day's worth of work, I can upgrade my gun to masterwork. Okay. So if I'm going to have feasibly eight hours for crafting, if we're not going to do anything for the whole day, that's I'm just going to take my money, buy the supplies, quote-unquote, to upgrade that then. Okay. So we'll say that uh, for the second half of the day, Kermit is... Uh, hold up in his room, working on his gun. Uh, Abner wants to go talk to the lizard folk lady that's in the barracks. Uh, Miyabe or Aluna, are you going with him, or are you doing other things? Miyabe's not gonna interrogate anybody. Yeah. Like, it's it's funny, like, you could have him be there as, like, muscle to intimidate, but because intimidate's also charisma, it it just doesn't <laughs> work it doesn't work so uh no miyabe wouldn't wouldn't be bothering with intel the intelligence gathering um 
No, I'm also just shopping around with Miyabe. I gotta pick up some random, you know, adventuring gear. I gotta get trail rations. I gotta get a couple of potions. Some outcome items. I don't know. Some stuff. Okay. Okay. Alright, so Abner, we will cut to you going to the barracks. Um, when you go in, you can see that uh, the barracks didn't sustain that much damage, so it's still pretty much intact. Um, going inside, they have two holding cells. Um, one is occupied by this lizard folk who is awake and is um, still covered in blood. Hasn't had a chance to wash up for the past couple of days. Uh, the smell is awful. Um, it's it's like mud and grime and um, it, it's not pleasant. Um, there are three guards in their standing watch. And you can tell that they're very uncomfortable. And they see you come in and they kind of, they get a look of relief and the one will say, Oh, oh, yes, thank you. Are you here to relieve us? Please say you are. No. I'm just here to talk to the lizard person there. Uh, okay, well, good luck. She's not really in a talking mood. Well, do you speak lizard folk? No, but she... Well, then she probably wouldn't talk to you. But she's said plenty to us in some language. (laughs) Well, all right, then. (laughs) And Abner will go up to the, (laughs) to the, I don't know, is she in a cell? I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, she's in a cell. Up towards the bars of the cell. Okay. Is she awake or no? She is. Hello there. She scowls at you. Not in a talkative mood? Not with your kind. What do you mean, my kind? You know very well what I'm talking about. Uh, I really don't. I'm not from around here, so I'm, I'm not really sure what you mean by my kind. Your kind, the ones that live in this filthy town. I don't live in this town. Then why are you here? I'm looking for a way to make money. Well, good for you. What were you doing here? Looking for a way to make money. Oh, did you find one that you could share? Not with you. You really are a rather hostile individual. Well, I'm the one in the cell, aren't I? So am I really the hostile one here? Well, we did find you over the unconscious body of the local sheriff, uh, working some kind of uh, magic ritual, seemingly to destroy this town using the weather. Is that about the sum of it? Oh, you mistake We found your precious sheriff's body. We didn't kill her. Well, I seem to remember that upon our arrival, you shouted, Kill them! (laughs) That's right, I did say that, didn't I? (laughs) You did indeed. So your your actions were certainly nefarious at the very best. So why don't we skip the pleasantries and go ahead and just tell me what you had hoped to achieve? Now, why would I do something like that? Well, otherwise you can rot and die in this cell. 
I'm pretty sure I'm going to rot and die in this cell regardless of what I tell you. Well, I have negotiated that if you're willing to speak with us, that we could probably set you free or move you to better accommodations. And then can I roll a bluff check? Yeah, certainly. <laughs> Don't know if... <laughs> she can roll that. Yeah, let's see. Uh, <laughs> don't make me laugh. I can see it through your little farce. Well, you can't blame me for trying, but at the same token, you should cooperate to some degree. I would be willing to negotiate on your behalf, should you be willing to share some information. It doesn't really matter what I share. All I need to do is buy some time, and then it won't matter. Buy some time, you say? How much time? I don't know exactly. But the whole goal here was to stall. To stall? Uh, well, I mean, while we're discussing this, what were you stalling for? Is there a greater plan in place? <laughs> there certainly is. One that you will not be able to stop. We stopped you? I'm not that powerful. Not compared to him. Him? Him who? <laughs> I guess it doesn't hurt to give you a name. His name is Darathek. Darathek? Well, that sounds like quite the nefarious individual. <laughs> what is uh, what is his role in all this? <laughs> no, you really think I'm going to tell you that? Well, here's how I see it. We are being tasked with an expedition... To find out your lizard folk home, to try and understand how we might open a negotiation. What better way than to start it here and today? You seem to assume that we want to negotiate with your kind. Well, it sounds like you have a grievance against my kind. Would you at least elaborate on what that grievance might be? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's something to do with the fact that you showed up here one day and started building your buildings and polluting the river. Well, certainly colonization is a unfortunate side effect of commercial growth. Uh, when you say polluting the river, how is the river polluted? Oh, you put your bodies in it and it becomes polluted. Put our bodies in it? Do you mean bathing? Also, that's putting it lightly about the whole colonization thing. Well, listen, listen, all right, listen. <laughs> listen, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to get anywhere with you. Talking never accomplished anything. So I'm just going to sit here and keep my mouth shut. And I'm well. going to wait for Darthic to do what he's going to do. And then at the end of the day, it won't matter. And if you kill me... My death will only serve for a greater purpose. Well, I don't want to kill you. If I wanted to kill you, I would have killed you back at the barricade. I wanted to talk to you and try and come to an understanding. Can you agree with that? No. Well, then I guess we are at an impasse. I guess we are. And Abner will leave. Not much okay. else he can do. 
And the guards, as you leave, are like, no, no, don't. Oh, okay. You're being paid, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you but it's... No, just, okay. Then stop your belly aching. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so um, if there's nothing else that you collectively wanted to do, uh, we'll say that this day comes to a close with all of the different things that you guys did, the shopping and um, and whatnot. And the next morning will come, and at that point you are free to do as you will. Um, I go to show Abner the upgrades that I made on my weapon, because it's cool. Can anybody hear anybody? Oh, oh there yeah. we go. There we go. Sorry, there must have been a a blip in Discord. Yeah, yeah. I saw it said endpoint connecting. I do. Really, really I always say Discord. Discord sucks. I always say it. I. I, I, I well, I this is not relevant to Pathfinder, but I did read that Microsoft is trying to buy Discord. So I saw that too. We'll see what becomes of that. Anyway, I, that they would hopefully make not a easy payments of nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, hopefully not a repeat of Skype, and hopefully this forever free service is no longer something you have to pay for. That's all that matters to me. Yeah. So, I'm not sure where we left off before... You were telling me about your upgrades. The last thing I heard was I had the money, so use some of the money to make upgrades, and then it yeah. cut out. Um, yeah, so I used uh, some of the money that we got yesterday to buy some uh, materials, and I was able to upgrade my weapon, and now it's better. He shows you. it's. I mean, it only went up to Masterwork, so it probably just looks a little bit better put together, but it's still not you know, super pristine just yet. Well, that is certainly the improvement, my little amphibious friend. Good work. I have not taken the time to tinker with my firearm too much as of yet, but I see that you are mastering this skill quite quickly. Thanks. If, if you ever have the money and the resources, I can could, I could maybe help you. I'm kind of a, a bigwig engineer back where I'm from. Absolutely, I will take you up on that offer sometime in the near future. Okay, did did you end up talking to that lizard person? I did, it wasn't very enlightening. Uh, she is rather ornery right now, uh, choosing not to give too much information. Uh, she gave me the name, which much like the fort, I can't remember. <clears throat> um... <laughs> And Abner relays that name, not remembering what it is. Um, yeah, if you could type it in, that'd be cool. There we go. Daruthek? Daruthek. Is that right? Daruthek? Daruthek. D Dummy thick? Daruthek. <laughs> um, her name is, uh, his name is Daruthek. He seems to be some kind of uh, leader of their organization, of their group, of their cabal, if you will. Uh, and they seem to be rather upset about the humans uh, bathing in their river, as far as I can tell. Oh. Well, that's weird. Didn't the letter we found from the Kashal tribe talk about how they were mad about people being in the rivers, too? It did. It said that they wouldn't allow them to ruin the river, but I thought our prevailing theory was that the lizard folk forged that letter, so it could easily be the same same reasons that or halflings just really hate humans bathing in the river 
Kind of makes me glad I'm a Gripply at times. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indubitably. Well, I guess we better find out what everybody else is doing. I got so gung-ho about trying to tell everybody I wanted help, I realized that I speak no native languages for either the halfling or the lizard folk, so... Helpful Gripply, here I am. Well, we will certainly deal with that when it comes about. <laughs> and, uh... I guess, yeah, we'll go find Miyabe and Aluna, and he'll kind of relate the same information to them. That The only question I have is, what should we do with that lizard folk person? I don't know. Is it really our responsibility to deal with her? Those are, you know, you normally I try to ask people like uh, Miyabe and Aluna and you for helpful tips. I don't know. I kind of would maybe defer to Aluna's star wisdom. Oh, uh, I don't know if we have any jurisdiction for criminal justice within this town. We're deputies, but I, I don't know about the criminal justice system. Well, as far as I was concerned, I was at the cream of the crop of, you know, the jurisdiction of this town. Okay, so Kremit's running around going, I am the law, Judge Dredd style. <laughs> I, I will told. say, Aluna will say that she doesn't necessarily trust um, the larger <laughs> council and government in place here in Pride's Hearth, but she does trust the sheriff to handle things correctly. And so that's how she'll advise. Yep, that leaving. lizard folk's getting uh, executed. Yeah, they're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, that lizard folks definitely getting executed. So. Probably getting probably getting hung in a public square. Oh. Probably, oh. probably at the end of this when we realize we really are like we always knew from the very beginning. I can, the, I can just see through bad guys. It's being I, you know <laughs> being hung in the middle of the you know the town and everybody's like all somber as we in the background. Yeah. <laughs> what we're gonna find out is that there's like been some not just like typical colonization stuff. There's been some nefarious plot afoot since the beginning, oh, right? I'm feeling some industrial pollutions going on. Absolutely, more than just people bathing in the river. One hundred percent, something related to the production of the thing that helps us be down here and not get sick. That's my guess. And then oh. we are gonna realize we are in the wrong. But we're going to be presented with the moral conundrum. They need this or all of these people will get sick and die. And everyone in town isn't to be blamed for, you know, the pollution that they were unprivy to. However, the local people are right and have been incredibly wronged. And we're going to be stuck with what do we do? Who do we fight? How do we resolve this? And it's going to be the moral conundrum yeah. of fighting between those two. That's Josh Allen's <laughs> prediction for the end of this module. Execute the count. Got it. Let's do this. Oh, I do side with the locals and think we go that for a genocide run and just kill everyone in town. <laughs> you're here, so you're at fault. Boom. Um, dead. Did I saw a bunch of chat? Did we determine how much is a cure light wounds potion? Fifty GP. Fifty, gold. 50 GP. Okie dokie. Does she have any more of those in stock? Yeah. Are there more of those available or no? Um, I'd say because it's been a couple of days, she's got two more in stock. Jason bought one. I did yeah, buy I did. one. And you so said you, you had two in the party inventory? We, we had one. one. So oh, Miyabe okay. has one and then the party has one. I did really well with spending my money. I got down to five gold pieces. Is there anything that so, costs five gold pieces I want? <laughs> That'll be broke again. Cur... 
Remit, do you want to buy the last remaining potion? Sure. Okay. And I'll take the party inventory one. Based on the last combat that I encountered, I need it. Right. As far as Niabe uh, is concerned, everything that he needs is taken care of. He's good to go whenever. Same. Oh, well, we certainly have to decide where we're going. Did you buy trail rations, by the way, everybody? I yeah. did. I bought a bedroll and I bought some trail rations. Beautiful. Oh, I, I was going to consider oh, okay. torches, but I have dark vision and I don't feel like being criticized by certain somebody. Well, you yeah. could have been helping the party. So. What are they, tiny torches? What are you carrying, a matchstick? <laughs> <laughs> Not on this character. As you guys are out and about buying additional items today, everybody make a perception check. I'm pretty good at perception. No. If it's about the weather, I'm a meteorologist, so like <laughs> plus twenty five at least. It's a zero. Okay, <laughs> so... twenty five at least. It's a zero. So we have a uh, fourteen from Aluna, a twenty five from Miabe, a zero for Abner, <laughs> and a twenty five for Kermit. The funny um, thing about that is Miyabe rolled a natural 20 for the 25, and Abner rolled a natural 1 for the 0, but uh, Krimit is somehow chilling with a 25. What did he roll? An 18? So he got a plus 7 to his perception. That's so bad. Yeah, so, bad. Yeah. so um, I'll, I'll go with Miyabe. So Miyabe, while you're out and about um, walking around town, you notice behind you there's a figure that has been following you, but trying to not make it noticeable. Um, he is a younger fellow. Maybe, you know, late teens, early 20s. Um, and he's he's trying to make it not noticeable, but he's not very successful. Um, is Miyabi alone when he sees him? Yes. Okay. Uh, Miyabi immediately walks over in his direction. Just blatantly. He, okay. he, doesn't, he doesn't know how else to respond. If he's being followed, <laughs> he's like, they must want to talk to me. So uh, I'm going so, to go talk to them. Yeah, so he sees you He sees you coming and he kind of uh, looks up at you nervously and he's like, ah, Hello, can I help you? I do not know. It seemed... That you were following me, I assumed that you wanted to ask me something. Uh, uh, oh, you noticed that, did you? I uh, I was just working up the courage to talk to you because you're so big. Um, I I saw you around with your companions, and uh, you look like a reliable fellow. Um, I don't know if you might be able to help me with something. Uh, that I, I have going on. You see, uh, my name is Kanjo Aram. Um, I I was the apprentice of a cleric named Magdi Kukoyi, uh, who went out on a, an expedition not too long ago and uh, never came back. And, well, uh, he was my only source of income. Uh, I didn't come here with anything, so I've been just sleeping out on the streets and picking up scraps when I can, but 
Um, I also heard from around town and um, from your companions as they've been around shopping that you are planning on going out on an expedition yourself. And I was wondering if, you know, if it's not too much trouble, if you come across his, uh, his expedition or if you can find him and just let him know that I'm still here uh, waiting uh, penniless, uh, nothing, I have nothing, um, if he, if he could maybe just give you some coins to bring back, uh, that would be, that would be great. We will be going out soon. We will do what we can to find this man. In the meantime, and Miyavi will put a hand into his coin purse and he's got no idea what the value of these coins. So he's just going to like go in and grab a handful. So I rolled 2d10 to see how many coins he ends up with. So he just kind of like throws his hand in there and just hands this guy 14 gold pieces. He doesn't even count sure. them. He just gives him a handful of these coin pieces. And he's just like, yeah, these should help you, I hope. 14 gold pieces, and it's probably like a handful of like a platinum piece, four <laughs> gold, and like 20 cop copper pence because he just doesn't know, and his hands are so big. <laughs> his face goes white, and he goes, I can't take this from you. Do you know how much money this is? This is a lot of money. I can't take this. It, I, I don't know how much it is. It's, it's it, they are a just lot coins. of money. It's a lot of money. I have, I have more in this. And he shows the the bag. He's still got 21 gold pieces left in the bag worth. And he's just like, I have more. I, I do not need what? these ones. Did you get all this money? They just, I, I don't, they came, I got, I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't, you can't just, you can't just walk up to somebody and give them this money. But you, you said that you needed money. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you said you needed what? money. Like, what? How is he gonna? Like, how is he gonna come out the like, like, It sounded like you needed money. It's like you need money. Does this not solve the problem? Do you need more money? <laughs> Perhaps you need more. So he 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 definitely takes it from you and he puts it in a little pouch that he has. No, no, I mean this definitely. This definitely will will help, but um, I, I guess I don't need money from uh, Magdi anymore. But m maybe if if you do find him, uh, if you could at least give me something of his, uh, maybe his holy symbol, uh, just so you know. I guess if he's if he's dead, uh, maybe his holy symbol, so I can uh, you know alert his next of kin. I'm not really good with this stuff. I don't know. I'm only 18 and I came here with him and he told me not to go on the expedition because I'm not very good. I think I'm kind of a bother to him, but uh, you know, I guess it's the, what people do. If somebody dies, they have to tell the family. I don't really want to, but I feel like I should because he was my apprentice. I, I, I was the apprentice. He was the master. Um, so you know, if that's something that you could that you could do, I mean, only if you see him. I mean, don't go out of your way. Uh, I mean, you gave me enough money to whew, to to last for a while here. Uh, yeah, appreciate that again. Thank you very much. But um, I, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. You're just you're really intimidating. I don't know if you mean to be, but you're just really big. 
I hear that very often, and unfortunately there is not much I can do about it. We will look for this man and see if he is alright and bring word back if we do find him. Oh, well thank you. Uh, you're, a, you're a good fellow. I don't even know what your name is. My name is Miyabe. Well, Miyabe, uh, you got a friend in me. It's a good callback. <laughs> that is a good callback. You got a friend you got in a me. Poor, poor Zanros doesn't. Zanros, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> poor Brandon doesn't know. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll just have to listen to the old podcast. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So he will. Uh, he will kind of take off, and you see him go a little ways and look like look back and forth and then he kind of ducks into an alley but he's still like out in the open where you can see him and he pulls out the pouch and you see him like going through the coins and he's like 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 14 gold pieces 14 gold pieces what was yeah. he doing with 14 gold pieces for context for those off. not too familiar with conversions i heard somewhere that somebody had estimated the gold value to be about a hundred dollars now at first when i heard that i thought it was ridiculous but then i started doing some of my own like cross comparisons for how much items cost versus real world and obviously it's not perfect but that is pretty accurate for a rough estimate miyabe literally just handed him a stimulus the third stimulus check it's like here you go buddy <laughs> okay. i can see that the cure light wounds i give yeah. you Next to nothing, as much as they cost when you go to the doctors, absolutely. Yeah, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, one gold piece for a hundred dollars is USD is pretty close. I well, it's definitely nowhere near close if you're going by the profession rules of making money. Correct. Not even remotely close. Um, Because they can get more than a plus one very easily. Because if you put like if a commoner with a twelve wisdom puts one rank into profession. They get a plus five, take ten every week. They get like seven gold a week as minimum mm-hmm. wage. That means like one gold is like 30 bucks. But there is some uh, contention on that though too. <laughs> the idea being that like adventurers, it's easier to make contract work because they're adventurers and it's yeah. harder for peasants yeah. to find a job that would pay that much even if they have the ranks for it. But it's whatever. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Yeah. Why do peasants <laughs> exist in Galarian when there's enough magic that... Really, you would be looking at a post-industrial society in most places. But whatever. Whatever. Hashtag socialist Galarian. (laughs) Yeah, and and I mean, this guy, he's an apprentice to a cleric, so he's kind of like a pastoral (laughs) intern that you just handed, like, $1,400 $1,400 I don't really I don't really know what happens when people die. Do you have to tell their next of kin? I don't I, I don't know. Just bring, bring back a holy symbol. I need a job. I need a job. <laughs> I have a holy symbol. People will trust me. Just bring it back. Yeah. At the very least, it's two weeks worth of pay, so he'll be good for a while. Yeah. Two weeks of pay. It's pretty accurate. Okay. Alrighty. So... Um, are you guys planning to head out then? Where are we going? Should we go look for the survivors in the wrecked boat? Probably. That would be the most, uh... Oh, you're RPing that. (laughs) (laughs) That would probably be the most expedient course for us, as uh, the storm only happened a few days ago. Aluna will nod. Well, I figured the other people that are going out on scouting missions are, I would hope, at least combat ready, where I think these other people were just, you know, peasants and other stragglers that got caught in the storm. 
I'm combat ready. <laughs> From baby. Yeah, and I don't have to RP this out, but um, Muzuzi at some point, and you know, he did at Fort Breakthrough mention this, but also he would have also mentioned now that the storms died down that if you guys would be willing to escort him home, he doesn't think that he would be able to make it back himself. But if you would escort him back to Kashil, uh, he would. He promises you. Um, he promises you. Rewards of wisdom and courage. I meant to ask the lizard folk lady about the halflings and I forgot. Oh well. Now we'll never know. Oh. Tisk tisk tisk. It was some interrogation though. I'm sure it was you great. Could, you could ask uh, Mazuzi here if um, he thinks we're polluting the water. Or mm. you are, because I'm not yeah. a human. Yeah. I, I also abs- absolve myself of blame. <laughs> Artificially. <laughs> I, I mean, I live in a different years. plane, but that's okay. I guess I'll ask him. Uh, Mizuzi, uh, what are your people's thoughts on the lizard folk? I mean, you said that they were chasing you. Do you generally have poor relations with the lizard folk? Uh, he gives you a blank stare because he doesn't speak common. I speak halfling. So that oh, okay. Okay. Um, Ow, so he would respond hurt. to you. In Halfling, uh, I don't know anything about polluting a river. Uh, I mean, obviously, we use, we also use the rivers to bathe. So I don't know why we would be upset with you bathing in the river. What about the lizard folk? Do you have poor relations with the lizard folk? I wouldn't say they are poor, but. We don't really interact very much. We keep to ourselves, try not to deal with any outsiders of the tribe. Uh, as you can see, I have not been so lucky in that regard, but you have been kind, and I have heavily relied on you to help me. Uh, what about their whereabouts? Do you know where the lizard folk are located? I, I do not. I do not know that. Well, tally-ho, then. <laughs> now I guess he'll start walking away. Um, does that mean, do I go too, or, or, or is that later? Is the um, the boat, we have to go in a different direction, so if he's like, couldn't we go see where the survivors are from the wreckage, come back to town, get him to then <laughs> move out? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would... And here, uh, I'll plop you down over here. So we're going to do a little bit of hex exploration. Ah, I quit. I quit. I'm done. I'm done. Look how big, look how big the hexes are, though. This is exploration. I was going to say, this is nothing compared to Iron Fang. Yeah. Here's um, 600 hexes. Good luck. Yeah, so the the exploration rules are different. Um, should Jason add about 300 extra hexes just for fun? Yeah. This, yeah. this map was a little bit different. So there's, there's no uh, hexes in Iron Fang officially. Yeah. So the territory around Pryden's Hearth is mostly unexplored marshlands or tropical hummocks or grassy lowlands. Uh, the edge of the true jungle, the jungle of hungry trees, is to the northeast. I don't um, like that name. Yeah. Uh, so basically, the only road that they have is like a muddy trail which is mostly washed out now that leads from Pryden's Hearth to Fort Breakthrough um, southeast 
other than that, you're basically going to have to um, blaze your own trails through here. So essentially what's going to happen is each hex is going to require eight hours to cross. And if you want to fully explore it, it's going to take you two days. Oof. Man. Uh, so which direction was the ship? Um, the ship was... So that was what the... Northeast? Um, is that right? West. Yeah. So he had heard rumors. People were reporting seeing the ship that had run aground west of town. Sarah, you want me to read off my prepared spells for the day? You if you so, if you want to, sure. Detect magic, dancing lights, guidance, create water, and then for my level ones, bless and bane one each. You sure it's not two? Sure, it's not two banes for bane. It was, it was two banes, but now it's uh, a bless and a bane. And I don't think I get any bonus for my class, no. but I also don't know that for positive, so I have to look that up. Ew. I don't think it actually was two banes. I think it was just one bane that you hadn't I had used. Use. It was bane and barb yeah. chain, and I had used yeah. barb chains, not the bane. Great. But I replaced barb chain with bless for this time. Yep. So, you wanted to head due west? Is That's that what how... Abner was thinking, yeah. Okay. I don't know what everybody else was thinking. Okay. I have to look at the chart. So, were you thinking, um, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay, yeah. So, so, we don't have to da, fully da, da, explore the hex because the ship would be on the coast, so we can just follow the coast, get there faster. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, if you were to do this, I'll just reveal it. So you do follow the coast for a while. Um, it takes you eight hours to go through there. Um, and you're following the coast and you don't see any sort of ship through those eight hours. And I'm assuming that you would have left early in the morning. This might be Probably. a really dumb question. Pryden's heart's on a river? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was next to the ocean. I am dumb. Had a complete misunderstanding. Well, yeah, I mean, I alluded to it being... You can see out to the ocean. Um, yeah, it's like in a delta. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I okay. am going to need, while you guys are uh, walking along the coastline, I'm going to need someone to roll me a D100. I thought you were going to say I, survival. Do you really think that I should be doing that, gentlemen? <laughs> We know how I am about D100s. Ooh. I don't want malaria. Okay. Alright, so you move through this area along the coast um, without encountering anything out of the, the ordinary. You're staying pretty close to the river. Um, oh, shoot. I, just, I had a question. Okay, so you guys left Pride and Tarth pretty early in the morning is that accurate i don't think so yeah. i think it was fairly early yeah we had enough yeah. time to get everything we needed the day before so we could just head out okay so are you at this point if you left early if you left at like eight o'clock uh we'll say it's about four in the afternoon and you haven't come across the ship yet do you want to oh. keep going it's four o'clock in the afternoon you say yes 
Yeah, we can go one more time. Real quick question rules. Uh, for protection against so-and-so, you have to be the opposing uh, like on the axis to be able to cast it, right? So neutral casters technically can't do any of them? Or can they do all no, of them? No, I think it's just that clerics are forbidden of casting spells of opposing alignment. Gotcha. Cool. Um... Um, yeah, so if we were to go another one, would we have to get into, like, Forced March? Uh, a character can walk more than eight hours by making a Forced March. Would we have to do that? Yeah, probably. Okay. For each hour of marching beyond eight hours, uh, you have to make a constitution check. Or... Yeah, because, like, this eight hours that you've been moving has been through very difficult terrain. Yeah, so we so... probably would have to end up making camp and then going the next day. Oh, my Absalom, it has been a long day. Perhaps we should stop for a break. Yeah, if I have to walk anymore, I'm probably going to have to ask Miyabi to carry me. I concur. I, no okay. offense, Abner, I think you weigh a little more. I cannot uh, carry both of you. Well, nonsense. My my backpack probably my backpack probably weighs more than Kremit. Just Kremit in what? the backpack. <laughs> Where is this boat supposed to be? I didn't think it'd be this far. Well, perhaps the hurricane carried it inland. That would suck. Well, you're heading towards the ocean. Ah, okay. Yeah, so you're heading towards the way that your boat would have come in when you arrived at Pryden's Hearth. Okay. So you're heading out. Um, so, uh, do some camping. Yep. So you guys can set up a camp. Um, do you want to set up watches during the night? Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can each take a watch, I guess. Yep. Oh, you are going to regret that if I have to roll a perception check. Well, we <laughs> only have how many watches would we need? Nothing. Do we only need three watches, or do we need four? I can't remember what the math is. I think does. technically you only need three. Okay. I've got a plus five perception. I have a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> I can stay in the dark, but I got a negative one. <laughs> the wizard probably shouldn't be on watch, because they have to get a certain amount of sleep in order to be able to prepare spells. Yeah, I have this. Yeah. The other three of us, I don't think, do. Well, I'm going to turn in. Y'all have a lovely night. And Abner's <laughs> going to go lay down in his bedroll. <laughs> Immediately start snoozing at 4 p.m. <laughs> well, who takes the first watch? I can do it. Okay. Uh, Aluna will volunteer after that. Okay, so Miyabe, then Aluna, then Kermit. Okay. Uh, so Miyabe, during your watch, go ahead and roll a perception. It is done. Oh, okay. Alright, so uh, your watch comes and goes uh, without any issue. Um, you do hear noises of animals around you, but nothing bothers you during your watch. Um, so you will wake up Aluna when it comes to be her turn. Um, Aluna, go ahead and roll a perception check. Oh, okay. Aluna rolled a 31. Natural 20 for 31. Um, so with a 31, Aluna, uh, same thing. 
uh, your watch comes and goes without any sort of issue. Um, you definitely hear that there is, there are creatures out there. Um, and, uh, thankfully though, nothing seems to bother you during your watch. Um, so you will wake up Kremit and Kremit will, um, take over and Kremit, go ahead and roll a perception check. Okay, so 13. Uh, Kermit, you find yourself dozing off a little bit. Um, so you had been getting a good night's sleep and you wake up to take your watch and you find yourself dozing off. But thankfully, even with that, uh, the dawn will come. Abner wakes up fully refreshed from a full night's rest and um, nothing happened to you that evening. Well, that was a fantastic rest. Perhaps we should sally forth and try and locate that wandering ship of ours. Ugh. Yes, I am worried. If there were survivors, they would not last too long. Indeed. Okay. All right, so you guys are going to set out the next day? Yes. Alrighty. Oh, we'd go bright and early, but Mr. Wizard's got to prepare some spells over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you uh, wake up the next morning, uh, there is rain that starts again. Um, this is only like a light spitting rain so far, and there is like a misty fog that hangs in the, the air. Um... But you guys will set out and oh, we good very last day per level so if you do it on an earlier day they can still hold on to it that's pretty cool yep so you wake up and get a uh, maybe eat breakfast real quick and then set out bright and early in the morning and you walk for probably five hours along the coast um Right around, maybe, you know, stopping for lunch, right around the time that you're picking back up after lunch, um, you notice in the distance, you can see um, what looks to be the remains of a ship in the distance. Um, let me mark on here. That is probably right here. Can you see that? Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. So you can see that there's a ship that appears to have run aground. Uh, it broke up under the battering of the storm. And um, as you are walking closer, you can see that there are bodies that have been uh, scattered throughout the region. Um, everyone roll me a perception check. A reflex save. A, a reflex save. Natural 19. Got me, Miyabi. Hmm. Aluna? Perception. Yes. 25. Okay. So 24 for Miyabe, 23 for Krimit, 14 for Abner, and a 25 for Aluna. Um, so this isn't hard to see. Actually, all of you 
can see that there are four creatures that are shuffling along the outside of this um, wreckage. So, bear with me. Do you see those creatures? What are they? It's always four shady creatures out in the middle of the rain. What uh, level of detail do we have sight of? Uh, you can just see that they appear to be bipedal. Um, Enough to and make they a appear check. To be... Sure. Uh, what would be the appropriate knowledge? Knowledge planes. Well, oh. let, let's see. Well, let me do a thing first. Knowledge dungeoneering. Do the thing. You do the thing. Do the thing. The stuff. Just remember, Josh, the... if you can I make a check Jeff. on them, they can make a check on you. <laughs> <laughs> those, uh, those. They can't blind... see me. I can't see them. Those <laughs> bugs that you got going on sound as annoying as real bugs. It's amazing. Right in my headset. Yeah, yeah, isn't it great? Hey, look, yeah. that's where our initial start area will be. Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, really so a battle. Put yourself... really a battle. I don't know why he always gets in large person when he goes right? on the map. It's, <sighs> it's been saved that way. And Whoa, I don't know why that happens. Because it's been saved that way. When you put a token onto anything other than the the... Uh, oh. token layer, All it'll right. go up as a big image, and if you save it that way every time you move it, it's gonna be big. Well, that's the stupidest thing. Alright, so sure if I do this... Alright, I'm gonna try to resave the token for Krimit. So save. And then let me do that for Miyabe. <laughs> Should've RP'd out with the count. Listen, the lizard folk are angry because you keep pooping in the river. You guys have got to stop pooping in the river. <laughs> See what his response that, that would well. You need to control yourselves. <laughs> You've it's, got this to is, come up with some This is getting out of hand. It's just got to go to the ocean. You're pooping in the river. It's going downstream. It's terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, so the these thing, are <laughs> some of the things that you see. The heck is that? Oh, they are not the same. The okay. heck are those two down there? I've never seen those tokens before. Are those zombies and... Uh, let me just blow that up for you. Is there a little creature inside that thing's mouth? I don't like What's that. What it looks like? Let's, uh, let's get that as big <laughs> as we It looks creepy scary, kind of, yeah. Anybody oh. want to take a vote on how many survivors there are? None. None. They're all dead. Um, well, there's yep, a survivor. So that's the other thing <laughs> yeah, that you that see. That's a zombie. Um, I know that. An undead. Yep. Maybe not a zombie. And you can actually, you can actually see, um, as you, you are, you know, there's bodies that. You're, uh, you're glitching out here are, a little bit. They're Sarah. spread out all over here, so not all of the bodies, you know, walking around. But some uh -oh. are. Uh oh. Is that better? Am I back? Yeah, you're yeah. back. Your voice just doesn't match your face. Okay. Oh, well, oh, that's unfortunate. Now it, now it does. Okay, all right, so we're back in business. Uh, so yeah, you still can see there are 
some scattered bodies around here. Um, and actually, uh, for where you're standing right now, you can see the body of Umuzu, who was one of your traveling companions. Um, but oh. yeah, so Aluna, uh, go ahead and roll me actually a knowledge religion, and yep. then we will uh, go ahead and roll initiatives. <laughs> Never seen them before. Natural one for a five. You know what they remind me of? They're not nearly as ugly as they have to be, but you know those uh, Zon Kuthar followers that are just like blobs of like, they don't have their limbs because they've deliberately cut them off to suffer more. (sighs) They remind me of bloated corpses for the uh, Vampire Coast faction in Warhammer. Or a blobfish. Violently brought to the surface as quickly as possible, and that's why they look the way they do. In Warhammer, when they get close to you, they explode, so be careful. I was going to say, yeah, if they're anything like the Warhammer ones, we need to not be near them when they die, because they do explode. I thought about how fun they're like the, for a monster type. The bloaters in uh, The Last of Us. Is that what they're called? Bloaters? Bloaters. I think they're called bloaters. Left for Dead, you got the boomers? Yep. What are they called, Jason? Bloaters? I think that's what they're called. Oh, shoot. You're waiting on me for the roll. They were... My bad. Hold up. Yeah. Right. So... Oh, oh, right. Fine. I see a couple greens. Wow. Uh, so first off, Aluna's knowledge religion was a natural one, which brought her to a five. So she does not know anything about... Actually, Aluna, um, roll me another one. Because they're two different. One, one for each, yeah. The first one was for the one yeah. we didn't already know. This one's for the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ones that are clearly zombies. Basically. <laughs> Basically. Knowledge, religion. Nice. No way. Oh nice. My no way. Gosh. <laughs> that is no awesome. Way. Dude, you went natural one, natural 20, natural one. Josh, you have successfully yes. failed both checks. So yeah, that's pretty crazy because he rolled a natural one in knowledge religion, and then a natural twenty on his initiative, and then that's a natural awesome. one on the other knowledge religion. Listen, for someone who communes with the spirits, you don't know a whole lot about the undead. <laughs> you know, that's actually I actually don't anymore. That's the whole thing. That's our whole shtick. Source subject there. Uh, yeah, source subject. So funny. Okay, why aren't why isn't this working? Group. Um. Okay. Man. So for initiative, we have. Let me scroll up here. So Miyabe is a twelve. Uh, Krimit has a twelve. So who goes first there? Krimit probably. Yeah. Krimit has a higher bonus. So Krimit will go first. Uh, Aluna, a twenty-four, a natural twenty, and Abner also a natural twenty for twenty-two. And let me just roll for them. Bang, pow. Crack, pop. Why isn't that working? I guess I'll just roll my box. Abner clearly casts magic or mage armor on Miyabe while he's not looking. (laughs) Uh, That's going to (laughs) provoke. He was casting defensively. Yeah. Yeah, see, there's actually no facing in Pathfinder Grid Combat. I get a will save. (laughs) 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 Alright, so, top in initiative is Aluna. 
So, a little hasty on the spell use here, but when else am I going to get such an amazing opportunity? I'm going to go ahead and do it. Cast Bless, uh, which is going to be a plus one morale bonus on attack rolls and saving throws for a minute per, le per level, so the duration of this combat most likely. If it goes more than that many rounds, we should quit. Sure uh, <laughs> Yeah, so you get it on attack rolls, and you will also get it on uh, saving throws against fear effects. And uh, Aluna will not know that something, but it's okay, because I think the hex is a standard action to start anyway. Who does she bless? Everybody? Everyone. Yeah, it's yeah. everybody within a, like a 50-foot radius or something crazy like that. Yeah, so you're good. It's just, so it's just plus one to attack rolls and fear effects? Yes. Uh-huh. It's a morale bonus, if that matters for anything else that you do. It's a 50-foot burst centered on her. And I'm assuming this is like a tree, so like I can... Is it this square or this square that I'll make behind the tree? Probably that one, right? Like, is this the middle here? Yeah, probably yeah. that one. Yeah. So I'll move that and yep. she'll put her back up against the okay. tree. And that is my whole turn. Alrighty then, so next up is Abner. Pull out a javelin as part of a move because I have a base attack bonus now. I don't have a javelin. I do. <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> Abner's gonna move up. So I think there. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Twenty feet. That's what yeah. I read. And take a kablooey at the one. Beautiful. Ah, this poor helpless civilian. Ah! Uh, yeah, so an 8 against touch AC is not going to hit, unfortunately. Of course not. Also, your map dimensions Next aren't is... right. Yeah. What? Oh, is 20... this another D&D &D yeah. one? I swear yeah, I thought I had all of these good to go. There you all go. Right, should be good now. There you go. So 8 against normal AC won't hit either, so we're good. Oh, oh well. Oh, well's right. Did you oh, want to move? Well. Do you have the movement to get oh, closer if you had wanted? Yeah, I could have gone ten feet closer. I could have gone like here. Yes, yeah, so but... if you, yeah. Yeah, so just that's do that. You missed regardless. Uh, next yeah, is Kermit. And if anybody else has knowledge religion, you can roll to identify nope. them. The cleric of Abadar. That's surprising. Listen, I just didn't put a... He's not a cleric. Not a cleric. I, I... I'm just a believer! <laughs> Can I get an amen, church? Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen to commerce! <laughs> get your billfolds out! Is this oh, um, a, a clearing over here? Like here? I know that might be squeezing there, but... I think this is just a bush, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, over where? Here. Sorry, everybody's clicking right there. Yeah, so this is you, you can move through here, and you can move through here. Yeah. I think I just might move up for now. Pull up my gun. I'm not close enough to shoot within my range increment, so let's wait for them to move up, I suppose. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, oh, goodness. Wrong attack. All right, next is. You cut out. Next, next is who? someone when she gets the chance. Yabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 
Miyabe will move up to here and then ready an action for when they get close to make a melee attack. Uh, he would free action. He drops his backpack in that square, just so you know. Um, but there's nothing in there mechanically interesting anyways. So uh, he, as he moves up there, pulls out his earthbreaker and gets ready Ooh. to swing if they get close. The sound effects. Zombies eating something yeah. over there. Sirenscape, well done. Hey, hold, like I said, till they sponsor us for sure. Yeah, right. Oh, oh I gotta reel it in. You guys in here earlier. I listened to Sirenscape with my free time for multiple hours on the day. Almost did a It's good music. It's good sound effects. When I'm in the restroom, I like listening to a warm summer breeze. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should send them an Sirenscape. email. Prove to them that we have at least two regular listeners. It's totally worth justifying. Okay. It comes you. across like we are mocking them, but I am sincere in I saying I really it. enjoy this program. I love it. Yeah, no, they're doing great. First, I remember when I first used the uh, free trial version back in the day. Yeah, some of the spells. You don't know what I use when really I'm in the bathroom? Whatever. <laughs> okay, so anyway, Miyabe, you just moved up and... Readied in action for if they get close to make a melee attack. Okay. This guy Already. plays Pathfinder. So... I strategize. Next up is my... So this guy I will charge forward, which will set off Miyabe's readied action. He, he plays Pathfinder. You know, because he used tactics. Alright, so a 21 will hit Brown. For bludgeoning damage. Beautiful. feel very good. 21 for 10 bludgeoning. Uh, yes. that He did not like that. I'm well aware that it doesn't all go through. But but Miyabe doesn't know you are, that. You are aware of... You are aware of no such things. Nobody Sarah, told I also know things. that my evil eye is not going to work, and you know what I'm going to do next turn? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, so he will slam out at you with his hand cool. for a 16 to hit. Miss. Oh, oh really? The new armor Shock- puts my AC at 17. Oh. Wow. I know we're reacting, but that's still hardly a take. It's that's like base. <laughs> that's like first level fighter. That's lower yeah, than first level fighter. That's lower than yeah. You can get eighteen easy. Um, but no, that does just miss. All right. So, okay. All right. So then my other guy. Oh, wait a minute. Nope. No. Too late. Was he charging? His AC too would late. be lower. Yes. His to hit would be higher. I don't think they can no, he can't charge thing. actually. Uh, no, they, they can. Cannot. So he would just. He would just I don't know. It says I can't. Oh, he cannot take full round actions. Yeah, if you can't take a full round action, you can still charge, but you can only move your normal movement. Correct. Zombies okay. can still right, charge. So it's just a standard action. Okay, he's he would have done that then. Just like how you can um, charge in a surprise round, which occurred in the very first. We didn't. Well, the very second session of Iron Fang, which was unfortunately not published, but it happened then when we were in the fire scene. Okay, so then this guy will just move his movement, and that's all he can do. And then it is these other guys who will... What will they do? Um... Okay. 
So this guy will move up here. He will move as far as he can. And then I'm going to roll a... As you I will roll like, a D. Because they were moving. Cool. <laughs> uh, I'll roll a D6 for um, Miyabe or Abner. So evens are Miyabe, odds are Abner. So, what I say? Evens are Miyabe? Miyabe. Yep. Okay. So, he runs up and views out. A, yep. gu- a gush of putrid water at you, Miyabe. So yeah. this will be a Blech. 11 against touch AC. My touch AC is 12. Oh, no! I've got a 14 dex. Poop. Well, alright, so... Is that in the river? Or is that in the river? I assume it's a ranged attack. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. You vomit on people. Love it. Love it. Well, shoot. And I guess technically he would have been firing into melee, I guess. Technically. But, yeah, that's also true. Stop it, wobbly head. Stop fine, it. Fine. I wasn't see your alien <laughs> head. It's pretty fun. <laughs> this oh, guy geez. is going <laughs> to... does it too. Yeah. I know. Oh, Wait, the man. wobbly head? Jason yeah. does it too? Yeah, look, there it is. There it is. <laughs> oh. Nope, nope, the frame rate. Nope, nope. frame rate's nope. good on your guys'. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, this guy is going to. Stop. Um, Wait, no, he's not going to do what I just did. If I. He will move up here for now, and then I don't know if I... They are both in target, so I'll do this again. Uh, Ranged attack, ranged touch attack. So odds this time are Abner. That is impressive. And Abner is not in melee. This is correct. So this will be just a ranged touch attack. Uh, 15 against touch. Yes. Okay. So that's going to do... Uh, five points of damage as this putrid water just hits you. And... Ow. That's a free action. Oh, dear. And then... Uh, I think that's gonna miss. An 8 against CMD is gonna not hit your CMD, correct? Uh, base is 10 usually, right? Let me see here. Yeah, you take a penalty for a low strength, though. Yeah, let me see here. Hang on, my screen went all funky. There we go, character sheet. It, like, minimized all my stuff and changed the window size. Ugh. Yeah, I don't... There we go. Okay, got it. Uh, CMD? Yes. 13, so no, miss. Okay. Alright, so you are able to hold your ground and not get knocked down by this gush of water coming out at you. Yeah, it's not great. I swallowed some! Ew! Fortitude save. (laughs) Oh no, roll a fortitude save! (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, 
<laughs> Zoppy used water gun. <laughs> water it type. Was, it was super effective. <laughs> so, top of round two is Aluna. Give me a sec. No. You've had all this what a time. coward hiding behind a tree like that. Goodness. Right? As I quickly turn around and run away. Alright, I'm back. Thank you for your patience. My audio is technically not live on the stream for reasons. Ah, So I said I was going to do a thing, but I actually am not. I'm going to do this thing instead. And I don't know why that didn't update. I, don't, I haven't taken damage. I don't know why it's like that. Um, gonna th go ahead and throw my uh, javelin at this one. Because I okay. will not so at be number firing. Red. Not number red. Uh, color red. Yep, at number red. Since I won't be firing into melee. This is a 30 foot range increment, so you're good there. I am good there, and I have less active, so this will be at a plus one. It's already programmed. It Gives me a two to hit. <laughs> nice. <Roll the> roll. <laughs> a five. That's to be expected. A five is not going to hit. Correct. So and you throw on uh, your javelin, then it goes wide. Move standard. That's everything. Alrighty. Next is Abner. Y'all ready for it? I'm getting out of here. Um, <laughs> Five foot step back and reload his gun. Alrighty. Krimit, you're up. Alright, Krimit's gonna shoot at uh, number blue. Kaplow! Pew pew! Nope. And that is a misfire. Ooh. Oh, is it really? Back to one! Oof. So does anything happen on a misfire? or None in the first misfire. It's only on the second misfire, so it could drop up. Yep. Oh, okay. If I misfire misfires twice in a row, then fun stuff happens. Some cool things can happen. I mean... I really wanted to just have the... What? what? Holy... <laughs> what was that? Krimit, what did <laughs> you do to your weapon? <laughs> Making it masterwork somehow made it... <laughs> Oh gosh, I gotta just see something here real quick. You're killing me here. Uh, I love sound effects. They're so fun. I can't wait till Iron Fang when I'm not GMing and I can just, like, do crazy stuff. But anyway, so that was Krimit's turn. Uh, did you want to move Krimit? I'm sorry. Did you want to move? Um, I'm just trying to look to see about one of my grit things here. Okay. No, I can't. Um, so, I mean, I guess I'm just going to go to fire, and of course my gun clicks. So I realized when I must have been like building my weapon, I didn't have parts correct. And oh no, I gotta fix my gun. So a five foot step back, move action. I'm gonna load it with pellets. Um, I'll fix it next round. Okay. I love how he reloads it before fixing it. I can't, I can't, I can't. Believe, believe me, that's 
that's how, that's how guns work. That's how guns work. I think that's Check how. I, th well, I, I love to think that's how Kermit's mind works. He's just like, oh, I gotta fix it. Let me just reload this first. So <laughs> hey, hey, my action economy lets me do it. It doesn't make sense, but I can. No, I <laughs> like you, it. You have to. It's. It's. It just makes. It's amazing. I think it I makes it. sense for the type of gunslinger you're going for, the like scavenger type. It's like it doesn't matter if it's working right now. I can still reload it. Yeah, except <laughs> that it's fine. Fine. I can shoot fine. next round. Yep. <laughs> All right. Next is Miyabe. It's going to swing at this one again. Try to try to hit the head right off of it. It's probably not okay. going to though. All right, so a 13 will hit. Oh, wow. Uh, this one had lowered AC because of its charge. And 10 points of damage, so it's still standing, but it's looking pretty rough. Okay. Did you include the charge bonus to hit when you did the attack last round, by the way? I did. Okay. Yeah, I did. All right, so now it's his turn. So he will slam out at you. Um... This will be a natural three, so that's going to miss. Uh, hold up, guys. Stream froze for some reason, trying to figure out what's going on. I don't know why. It just literally oh. just uh, froze. Stream is frozen. Stream is frozen. Huh. Um, I'm going to attempt to close the window and come back. So let's see how that does. What a foolish thing to do. Well, in the meantime, I'll just roll six more attacks. It looks like it froze when you went to the fancy screen. The no, fancy I'm screen. on the fancy screen right now while I'm trying to fix it. I don't know what that means. Oh, because it was working and then it went back to being frozen. Also, I just want to point out, guys... Let's all just enjoy... I was just going to point out, there's a camp up here in the woods. I mean, all the survivors are probably uh, just right up there in the camp. And Watch we're it. back. Thank you, everyone who is watching, for your continued patience with us. I don't know what happened there. Just kind of looked out. Beautiful. What did Beautiful. you say, Jason? Because you cut out for me. I was just saying that the camp of survivors is right there. We could practically see where they are up north. Oh, yeah. On the map. That's where all the survivors are. They've got tents, a fireplace, everything. Why are those, like, sleeping bags almost as big as yeah. the ship itself? That's, that's not actually a thing. We'll just, we'll just put, uh, we'll just put... Cyclops! 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 That's not, that's not actually a thing. You guys see that massive black box in the forest over there? <laughs> it's the ship's that's black the, box. That's the eye of the storm, dude. Don't don't stare <laughs> into the abyss. It'll stare back. <laughs> that's the road to Abaddon. Batman reference. <laughs> so I think where we left off, you had missed with orange, but you still had everybody else. Correct. Yep. All right. So that one missed. Red will. Uh, I don't think he can charge because of his buddy there. Mm, correct. I don't think he can. Maybe a charge a Luna though. That is probably accurate. Yeah, we'll go ahead and do that. 
So he's gonna charge uh -oh. a Luna. So uh, this. By would the be... way, Simeon says hi. <laughs> hi, Simeon. Hi, Simeon. Thanks for joining oh, us. Today. Monkey arms. He specifically Kay. said hi to Jason, though. So. Oh yeah, uh, I, I am the most important one. So. It's a Hello. fifteen to hit a Luna. Aluna does a 15 uh, hit your AC? I'm finding out. I don't think it does, because I think it's a six it's a 14, so it does. <laughs> Hooray! I hit with one! Okay, so that's Oh that's be... not good. Yeah. I just realized what that means now. Yeah. Seven points of damage. Oh crap. Oh, that's, that's healthy. That's a healthy amount. So crap. that's gonna come down hard on ya. Well. Um I know what well, my next right. turn is. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> the, now it's their turn. Or by their, I mean these guys. Uh, so he will step up, five foot step, and then he will try to slam down on you, Yabe. So this will be. Uh, let me just see, read this thing real quick. Yeah, with okay. no decks. That's it. That's it. Uh oh yeah, that's a twenty to hit. Oh, yeah. That's, so yeah. that will be nine points of damage. That was a good roll. I had a feeling they were a bit tougher. A little bit. And then this guy is going to move up to where he can see more people. And he's got Don't you spit at me again, you well, I think he could move a little bit further. Let me just see. Do you realize Oops. how impressive it is to spit 30 feet? That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Like... So he'll get up so that he has everybody in his sight. So I'll roll a d8. Uh-oh, now it's going to be a cone. So it's <laughs> one. So Miyabe's one, two, Aluna, three, four, Abner, five, six, and Kermit, seven, eight. One, Hi. so Miyabe, but he is in melee, so this will take a penalty. It's a minus four. It's not like my touch uh, AC. Yeah, it's a natural seven, so it's okay. not going to hit your touch AC. Cool. So he cool. spits Beautiful. out putrid water again, but I, does I not hope, hit you. I hope he stops doing that. <laughs> yeah. uh, next up is Aluna. Oh, five foot step back. Evil Eye, this one, to lower its AC. It's not going to work because it is mind-affecting, and I think these, if I'm understanding are correct, is it's not going to work. So, um, she will learn that. Will you let me learn that? Uh, I mean, you give it a mean look, and it just growls out at you, so it does not appear like it had any effect. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look. Uh, <laughs> Evil Eye's a bit more than that. I mean, she she has drums and percussion. I mean, it's, 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 it's like <laughs> witchy stuff is happening. You know. Alrighty, next is Abner. Mimicking Aluna, he gives them the forced Whitaker eye. <laughs> and it doesn't work. Doesn't um, do anything. We all try to do Evil Eye now. <laughs> yeah. We all think that Aluna knows how to kill these things, so we're all mimicking her. Um, <laughs> she tries to explain it doesn't work like that. <laughs> no, will... no, you have to have the power in you. It, it does not work for everyone. <laughs> she tries to explain. We all take a level in Shaman and it works for us. <laughs> right. You'd have to take two to get a witch. 
I'm gonna shoot at number green. Alrighty, number Beautiful. green. Beautiful. This is gonna stick. The number colors. <sighs> Hate it. Maybe. Okay, so a 13 against touch AC is Maybe. a hit. Bludgeoning uh, and piercing. I so have no idea what these creatures have. And piercing. No idea if they well, are. it does some damage. You don't know if it's all of the damage or if it's just some of the damage, but it definitely did some damage. So good round from Abner. Next up is Krimit. Krimit Z Frog. I fixed my gun. I fixed my gun. <laughs> I fixed my gun. Let's go. What is he looking after that, Abner now? Is that <laughs> a full that? round to fix your gun or is that it standard? It most certainly is. They're all right. lighting. I will uh, put on the scanner <laughs> ability. And, uh... I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Fun. All right. So then, uh, my first step, I'll protect you, Abner. I'll protect these shins with my life. <laughs> All right. What a courageous amphibian. Next is Miyabe. What is Miyabe going to do? So as you might expect, um, yeah. Miyabe, out of the corner of his eye, he sees one of these zombies just sprint past him and take a swipe out of a Luna. He sees the blood go flying and his eyes start to glow red. His fists, his uh, pitch black skin fist seems to coalesce into these uh, dark, dark claws as he goes into a blood rage. Uh, free action Ooh. dropping his Earthbreaker. And he's gonna make two like claw attacks. At red? He's gonna start attacking red, yeah, cause that's the one that hit okay. Luna. Alrighty. So first claw attack. There you go. Seventeen will hit. And these do bludgeoning and slashing because they're claws. Okay. Because natural attack. Still up. And the second one, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven for nine. Oh my! Twenty-seven. I don't Uh, believe that natural attacks crit on a nineteen. I think they have to be twenty. Yeah. I think that's hard hit though. Double check that for claws and I don't know, natural attacks. And that one will. Well, how do you kill that one? Because you, you kill it. So what happens to it? Uh, so I think Miyabe's first hand goes out and the claws dig into the skull. The second one, he grabs onto the clavicle and like the. the yeah, the clavicle, the. Collarbone mm-hmm. area, right? That's clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yep, you're correct. Second hand goes there, and then he just tears the head off of the body and throws it onto the ground. Um, okay. Before turning he's... his vision to orange. All right, he's not messing around, so that one is no longer of this world. Actually, no, he'd stay there. Maybe. All right, good thing, because it would have been his turn next, but he did. But it is brown's turn or orange or whatever color that is um number brown so he will slice out at you well not slice bash out at you with his slam attack uh 10 still does not hit my lowered ac surprisingly does not hit your lowered ac rage does not lower my ac by seven so uh, blue, though, number blue, is going to slam out at you as well. It's probably going to hit. Oh, yeah, that one's going to hit with a 20. Yeah. So that's going to be uh, seven points of damage on the slam. Nice. 
And Green is having a good time over there by the ship, so he's going to roll. And the ones he has a clearest shot on are Miyabe, Aluna, or Krimit, so I'll roll a d6. And... Does it not do a splash or cone? Will he not catch two if he goes Krimit Abner? No, it's a single target. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like it's really, not Josh? a line. Really? I was just asking. I was just asking. Between you and Jason, we can't catch a break. <laughs> uh, does that one have distract? <laughs> Is it kind of an AOE and maybe could catch two different players? So that's a Krimit because it was one, two, Miyabe, three, four, Aluna, five, six, Krimit. Is so that this a will ranged be... attack? Yes. Okay, so I will actually respond with my gunslinger dodge. So I can, when a ranged attack is made against me, I can spend one grip point to move five feet as an immediate action. Doing so grants me a plus two bonus to AC to the triggering attack. Okay. This is not a five foot step, and it does provoke. From Abner? Yep. Uh, yeah. Or alternatively, <laughs> the gunslinger can drop. Oh, I can drop. Abner put this head. pistol against Krimit's head. It was always going to end this way. Oh, you, <laughs> could, you could drop prone too. So I'll five foot move over this. I'll like as I see it looking at me. I'll just kind of just move over, and it's like, hey, hey, over here. Wait, you can drop prone also, so you get a plus six. No, I can move? drop prone, or I can move and get the plus two. I understand. Okay, so I was gonna say, I was like, that's insane. Yeah. Imagine, yeah, <laughs> right now, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. range touch attack, uh, natural two, so that's gonna miss it anyway. Well, I did a thing. <laughs> you sure did. Yeah, you don't see that very often. Gunslingers don't tend to use it too often. Well, I figured it might as well. It's range attack. Yeah, I think Baron does it all the time. Baron does it, it all the time. I, I I can only recall him doing it like once, but that's because I don't pay attention oh. when it's his turn. I yeah. feel like I've heard him say Gunslinger's <laughs> Dodge all the time. But yeah. anywho. Gunslinger's Dodge! Top of round four is Aluna. Alright. I'm going to move up, pull out a wand. She's going to say, Thank you, Abe. And then uh, we'll go ahead and heal him up with 1d8 plus 1. Yeah, putting that wand to use. I'm just going to roll a d8. I don't know. 1 to this point. I called it. 2! <laughs> called it. I was about we to say it's going to be a 1. Yeah, we're off to a beautiful start. That is what I get for attempting in combat healing. I'm a veteran player. I know better. Sarah, I'm confused. Is the ambience that you're playing right now, the snarling, is that Miyabe or is that the zombie still? Oh, it's both. It's got to be both at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um... Gabby's making the uh, machine gun sounds when it's up. So you cast a little magic on Miyabe. Heal him up some HP. Uh, Next is Abner. The one called Abner. I will reload. You shall die. I got something cool for next turn. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to click that. <laughs> organ music in the back. <laughs> I will reload. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. I did, also, I didn't a little mean bit of like celestial healing going on at one point. <laughs> yeah, that, I did mean to do that one, but I didn't mean to do that one for him. 
skeleton crew on the ship is playing the organ. <laughs> they call themselves, let's give it up for the Skelly Boys! <laughs> on the keys, we've got <laughs> Davy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Abner reloads his gun. Uh, next is Krimit. Alright, um... I'm gonna five foot step. Beautiful. And then I'm going to use, um... I'm gonna shoot with scatter. I'm gonna position okay. it so this is just on the end, so I'm only gonna be able to get these two, so... I'm shooting it, obviously, away to not hit... Miyabe. But you'll be able to okay. get both. It's beautiful. Yep. Alrighty, then. So I will get... I think you could do that. Yeah, you can do that. I've seen the shape in my head. Yep. I'm just trying to make sure I got the buff up here for you, Sarah. Just for you. Does it Aww. fire in a cone shape? It does. How do you get it? I can't see it. How do you get it to get blue and green but not... Oh, I see it now. I see it. Okay. Alright, so I'll take two shots. This hopefully should be... It's at a minus two penalty for both. Uh, so both in touch AC range. So the first one will be 15. Seven, six. I don't think it took the minus two into consideration for some reason. Okay. So it should be a 13. Sorry, I was still trying to figure out the cone. Actually, yeah, I don't think it was. It's a 15 foot cone. 20. You can get it to work, but not from that square. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, that you might have to move so you oh, can't I can do a five full foot move. step. If, well, no, if you're in this square, then you can do it standard after a five-foot square as well. Uh, yeah. With a 20-foot cone, you're not going to get all of them. But you might just, yeah, I'm only... I'm yeah. trying not to hit me, Abby. I don't yeah, care you, 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 Yeah, you can, you can get both of them, though. It's just... Yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. Actually, if you're if you're right on him, you could get all three. <laughs> yeah, I considered that, but no, I didn't. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why that's, that buff isn't working. So again, the first shot on blue, it's going to be a 13 to touch AC. Is it the same AC against both of them? I think he makes a ranged attack for each. I have to do an I have to oh. do an attack for each target individually. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. It doesn't right, work so... like AOE spells, yeah. Yeah, so okay. I have to make a attack target. I have to attack both individually, and to misfire on a scatter, you actually have to misfire on every single shot in the scatter. So I did not okay. roll a natural one, which is my misfire chance now, so it doesn't matter what I roll the next one. Okay. Um, but I'll just do another attack. I don't know why that's not... Buff isn't working, but... Ooh, that's a little better. Okay. For yep, two. that's gonna hit as well, and then I'll do two points of damage to green. The, so did the first hit one hit two? Yeah. Yes, the first one hit all. The first one hit six. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yep. So you do hit both of them and do some damage. So well done. Yeah. Now I'm gonna die. And if you see in chat, Jason's got the buff there for you. That that'll work correctly. All right. Next oh, is Miyabe. Maybe it's because I put attack in there, Jason. That's but yeah, he did it. He said so earlier. I'm He's sorry. At it. Thank you. Miyabe, still still freaking out. Uh. He uh, he doesn't care that he took the main target down. Once the threat has happened, he's going to continue raging. So mark off another round of rage. And we will start off with the other zombie. First claw. Orange. Ooh. Beautiful. Natural 20. Probably doesn't confirm. Probably not. So this is against blue, you said? Oh, this is against orange. the zombie orange. 
the brown. Yeah, so that's not going to confirm, but, but it will still hit. six points of damage might be enough. I don't know how much I got through the DR on the last one. I think I hit it well, for that, ten that's twice. That's what I think you only did bludgeoning, though, right? Yeah, I think I hit it for ten twice. Oh, okay. And this would be plus yeah. six slashing, so... We'll yeah, so, should be so that one goes down. So how do you kill that one? Uh, this time, I think uh, he would just take the claw and kind of rip it through the chest and tear out the front side of the creature, kind of like grabbing the whole thing and eviscerating it. Beautiful. And then with his offhand, he'll make his second claw attack against Blue. Okay. 19 to hit. For yeah, 9 flashing so on my Blue. Okay. Does that put him down? <laughs> nope. <laughs> A meat bicycle. <laughs> For any Borderlands 2 fans, <laughs> with Creek. <laughs> I turned you into a shiny meat bicycle. <laughs> so, good hits by Miyabe. Uh, now it is their turn. So, Blue is going to slam out at you. Not liking that you just sliced him. Deal with it. Uh, ooh, okay, that's a 21 to hit. Yes. Deal with it. And that is uh, seven points of damage again. Okay. And green has all of the targets. So, well, let me just double check. Does yeah. Seven, does that put you down or no? You're at three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. So, one, two, three, four. So, Aluna, this one's coming at you. You just had to do it. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I the four? You are the four. You're Ow. the lucky winner. One, three, so, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I see, I see, I see. So, it. range touch attack against you is a seven. So, I can't seem to get these off for some reason. A, a range touch is... You they're basically anything. gunslingers that are not rolling They're well. basically gibbies. My my eight. We know what my touch AC is, Sarah. Are you ready for this? This is unmodified. That means it is ten. I know. I I'm fully aware of that how bad your AC is, but I can't seem to do it. And it is your turn. Same thing. Gonna wand uh, cure light wounds, Miyabe. Hopefully, we will get more than a one this time. I don't know why Three, I talked two. before rolling. Three, uh, four. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so five HP you'll heal this time. Um, Kermit and, and Abner, I hope you're okay with her exclusively using this wand on Miyabe. I mean, I knew that was going to be pretty typical. Yeah, they've drank all the potions. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Did I ask the party if they wanted to help me buy a wand? Okay. I don't think I don't, this is my wand. Uh, who yeah, negotiated this... for the uh, extra gold? Was that Abner? I think wand. it was Abner. Okay. Who got you experience for defeating the haunt? Hmm? There, you're not getting any from the wand. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was Abner, but it's okay. He doesn't need healing. He's no, got I one pure light wound potion this time. I'm at not least. even joking. That thought legit crossed my mind though. Normally you go you go party inventory for stuff like uh, like wands and healing items. I took it out of my own character. And oh, I said, you never even asked anybody if they wanted to pitch in. You were just like, I used my own money to buy this wand, and everybody's yeah. like, Oh, what a great yeah. person. Yep. Honestly, no, if I would have no. known, I would have actually tugged on Avatar's ropes and gotten us a wand. But yeah, no, but right? Little <laughs> did they know it was so that it would be exclusively used on the up. They thought I was cut. Uh, All right. Next is Abner. Move action. Pull out uh, a 
Javelin. No, not a javelin. We'll, we'll go ahead and pull out a quarter staff. Okay. Alrighty. So, Abner is gonna do something he ain't never done before. Ooh, I already like it. And use mage bullets. Ooh. And he will be transferring his burning hand spell into his gun for one minute. Since it's a level one spell, it's a one minute duration. Okay. And... Oh, that's something for Josh. Uh, (laughs) And so now I should get a plus one bonus and the flaming uh, weapon modifier. What do you call it? I don't know what you call it. Enhancement? Enhancement. Enhancement. Thank you. Yes. Enhancement. Oh, okay. And then he will take, because that's a swift action to do my mage bullet. And then he yeah, uh, is adept at transferring. Um, at least I think it is. Let me double check. Uh, mage bullets. As a swift action, he can sacrifice a spell and transform that energy into a weapon bonus equal to the level of the spell sacrificed on a single barrel of his firearm. With that weapon bonus, the spell singer can apply any of the following to his arcane bond, which my arcane bond is my gun. Uh, yes, so there's a question here. What is yeah. the casting time of uh, Mage Bullets? Swift, so swift action. action. It is a swift action. So, yeah. Okay. As well, a swift action, he can sacrifice a spell and transform that energy into a weapon bonus equal to the level of the spell sacrifice. So, Jace, okay. it's not like adhesive spittle where you have to use two actions to do it. No. Gotcha. All right, so now you can shoosty your fire bullets. Yes. Uh, you said you did flaming, right? Flaming, yeah, because I used burning hands. So the way I'm going to play oh. that is it gets whatever bonus. It doesn't specifically say that, but that's how I'm going to always play it, is whatever I sacrifice is what the bonus to the bullet is going to be. Okay, I like it. Yeah. So it's a uh, plus one to hit and damage. Yes. I uh, don't think I programmed the da- I didn't program the damage. Okay. Okay. It's a spell ability, not a spell. Is this against green? Green, yes. Okay, so that will hit. That's going to do some damage. Seven points of damage. Okay. Yeah. Points of damage. And he had six HP. Yeah. Don't even have to roll the flame. Nope. Alrighty, and next is Krimit. Uh, so Krimit will move action, uh, reload with a bullet, and oh, snap, crackle, pop. See what I did there? Yeah, three even with damage. the plus to his AC or minus to your attack. No, he put precise shot. Doesn't have to worry about that no more. No, not. not he yet. took point what? blank shot. Oh, I don't have point blank shot yet either. Oh wait, am I level oh, that's three? that's true. We haven't leveled oh. up yet. We haven't He's like, oh, I'm in here. Wait, have I been doing level two this whole time? Brandon, Ridiculous. Brandon, we're all level five. What are you doing? Not Actually, though, did we not get any um, XP for the whole council meeting? Yeah, thing? last time we got XP for accepting the quests. Yeah, you don't get XP just for talking to people. 
people. <laughs> Last time we did. Oh, that works. We got to keep sometimes. We, we won a social encounter. That's the way I view it. <laughs> you lost XP for the interrogation. I was going to say the interrogation did not go well. Well, to be <laughs> fair, that Aluna, out of my party pool. Aluna could have helped with the interrogation, but she wasn't about it. She was doing other stuff. Yeah, she was too busy trying to bind the wand. She's <laughs> the wand, the potions, you know. It's I could have hallucinated him, but I didn't. Her. Uh, she is a. Her. She identifies as a her. So how rude of you to assume. I couldn't remember. I'm sorry. I apologize. Does Zombie Number Blue identify as dead? Uh, <laughs> in fact, he does. Yeah. <laughs> so with that. Why did the cannon just go off? <laughs> Dude, that was my hand cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I am having too much fun with these. Like, uh. <laughs> These uh, what are they awesome called? Like the the preset, yeah. Inside. All right, so that is at the end of initiative. Beautiful. I can get my music to turn off and go Real back. Real quick, to... Aluna is going to expend a use of the wand on herself. Oh, do I see? Is Miabi still raging? Well, and that will be part of it. As she does it, she'll uh, like try to show him that the wounds are closing like right away and she'll say don't worry Abe I, I am okay and we'll begin attempting to pacify him and we'll spend a use of the wand on him as she does so you do what you do with the Hulk and you just put your hand out so he touches your hand yeah yeah that's that's a good I would say that's a, probably a good way to define the relationship very similar to um, Black Widow and the Hulk and Bruce well Without the double aspect of Hulk's personality, but is Miyabe's like transformation magical in nature? Um, it probably is not magical. Well, it's a bloodline power, yeah. so I don't it, know if that's magical or supernatural. Uh, yeah, I don't know mechanically speaking, but it is not yeah. normal. That's enough. That much it's true. I feel like it's probably supernatural or extraordinary. I doubt it's magical. Hop is over, he cursed? <laughs> get, get his backpack and just try to struggle dragging it over to him. <laughs> Way more than cursed. <laughs> Claws are a supernatural ability. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Hey, if you're done being all angry, I, I got you your bag. Thank you. I lost control for. A moment. It's alright. It happens the best of us. I got a little frustrated when my gun jammed. Yes. The mysterious uh, weapon that you wield. It is, as always, quite interesting. He still doesn't really know what it is. Uh, Says the eight foot tall man that grows fingernails <laughs> yeah. okay so, <laughs> so for defeating two CR1 creatures uh, you each well not you each but for each of them you earn 400 XP for a total of 800 and then for defeating two CR1 half creatures uh, they were 200 each for a total of 400 XP. Okay. And, um... How much is that a person? 
300 each. So I want everyone to try to pronounce this for me because I don't know how. So the one creature, that's what it was called. E-A-I-S-G-E. Is that why you were looking up the pronunciation charts this week? No, no, no. I was looking at that for Rune Lord something, but... Is it Aish? 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 Alright, so Eagle starts with an E-A. E-A-I. What other words have an E-A-I in them? Oh my god, somebody's made a 3D model that you can print of those things, and it is disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I can give you the handout. Eisgay? Eisgy? Eisht? It's got like a hammer fist. Yeah, so these I think are um, unique to this module. So they appear in the appendix, Bestiary. Um, and it says water gushes from the mouth and nose of this bloated creature. Broken wood and jagged nails jut from its half rotted flesh. Oh my gosh, uh, this is way too good to be used in just one oh. module. Are they this a water a- elemental, technically? No, they're uh, they're still undead, but they're an aquatic undead. Yeah, um, these are amazing. I would love to do like a, a pilot. Like they should, these guys should show up in skulls and shackles. If I was running that campaign, I'd throw them in there. Just replace a couple of things with yeah. these guys. And then the other ones were just normal human zombies. So That mouth is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they can turn great. other creatures into zombies? That's yeah, awful. so if, if oh. it, it has a thing called Create Spawn, and as a four-round action, this creature can expel water from its mouth onto a creature it has killed in the past minute. A humanoid creature with fewer than three hit dice bathed in these putrid waters rises as a zombie 1d4 rounds later. A humanoid with three hit dice or more rises as a new one of these creatures, though these newly formed creatures lack the embedded debris specialty for the first 24 hours. So that's another thing is they have chunks of flotsam that are embedded in their body that increase their slam damage. Um, which you can actually sunder as if it was a weapon. So these were survivors. The zombies were. Yeah, so it says, I don't know how to pronounce this, but they form in the aftermath of torrential storms. Um, They extra planar energies warp and twist the mortal souls of those claimed in these disasters and these event- this eventually animates their bloated corpses as horrid mockeries of life they resemble their living forms but with bloated bodies that drip rancid water and their skin pruned into repulsive folds they weigh twice what they did in life thanks to the saturation uh, they may lie dormant and harmless for months or years before suddenly exploding with terrible purpose. They naturally at- attract bits of flotsam and debris. Their bodies absorb this refuse, wrapping their limbs around driftwood and rubble. This causes the constant pain that inspires their outrage and bursts of violence. That's, That's awesome. amazing. So some yeah. fun facts. Um, if you look them up... The wiki, the Pathfinder wiki stub is actually just a, you know, the page is just a stub. So if you, you could, if you care about that kind of stuff, you could add some information to that. That is not already there, which is not normally the case. It's kind of Yeah. Cool. They're gross. Very, very gross. It does appear on Nethys though. And that's all that it gives. I was looking for like a, a pronunciation guide anywhere, but that's no. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm. I'm trying to think what it's an allusion to, like some creature that must already exist, but I don't know. Oh well, it is what it is. 
Yep. So, with that, you were able to dispatch the wandering undead from this wreckage. Yeah, they would start moving over towards the ship to look for survivors. <coughs> hey, by the way, you're, you're full health. I am? Yeah, there's another one in there for you. Just oh, burning through eight. that one. Okay. I like to keep burning through it. That's how it goes. <laughs> All right, so uh, roll me a perception check, Miyabe, as you're looking over the ship. Okay. Natural 19. 24. All right. Okay, so as you're looking through this ship, um, you discover that there's a large stash of building materials in the cargo hold. Um and then you also are able to discover a waterlogged but still legible passenger list within the broken captain's cabin. But it appears that there are no survivors from this wreckage. So Miyabe will come out and uh, go to the others and he'll hand the ledger to probably Abner. And he will say, I assume this is one of the things they asked us to find here. It has a, a list of, of names, I think. Uh, that looks correct. Uh, looks like this might be the passenger manifest for this here ship. And, yeah. And I should clarify that the building materials are around 2,000 pounds of lumber, pitch, nails, canvas, ropes, and tools. Miyabi puts them in his backpack. <laughs> his bag of holding. Just drags uh, it. And yeah. we're building that uh, permanent structure right yeah. here. <laughs> right here. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> um, um, oh, yes. And Miyabe, you would have also noticed a couple of other things. And I should also mention that searching through the wreckage is going to take at least an hour. Um, but you guys set out early in the morning. So it's probably, it took you five hours to get here. So it's probably like mid-afternoon at this point. Yeah. So do we not um, really see anything up here then? Up where? No, yeah, there's nothing up there. This is with not a module map. This is just a map that I found. With an hour, um, is it possible for me to expend a healer's kit use on myself as the healer? Will you allow that or not so much? I mean, it depends if on the If you can make the DC. Heal. So, treat deadly wounds takes an hour. So, yes, you would have to roll a 20 heal check. And expend oh, you get a plus two from your healer's kit should you choose to use it. I should choose to use it, and I will take twenty, which gives me right or take ten, which gives yeah. me right to twenty. Yeah, you can't take t twenty on that one. Uh, you can't take ten. You can take ten. Uh, it uh, it also expends two uses. So. Yep. Okay. All right. So Miyabe, you. Oop. How much is that again? Sorry. It's your level, so yep. plus two. Oh, it's just your level? Yep. Beautiful. Okay, so Miyabe, you would have found, in the wreckage, you would have found uh, the bow that you saw Umuzu have when you were traveling with her. You find four potions, uh, a bunch of gold pieces and silver pieces and platinum pieces and 
that's it. And then um, some gems, and then a monkey-shaped bone idol. Detect magic. Okay, you detect magic. You detect magic on the bow and the potions. Not on the monkey idol. Not on the monkey idol. Okay. Can I, I should probably put some ranks craft? in spellcraft? Yeah. Yeah. Spellcraft. So this one will be for the bow. Okay. I'll roll to aid on both. <laughs> I rolled a one. Ooh. So I, I don't know what that bow does. <laughs> we and really I... don't know what that bow does. Yeah. yeah, so you 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 can tell that it is a composite longbow, but other than that, you you don't know anything about it. Who um, determine his strength rating with a craft weapons check? Sure, roll craft weapons. Aluna hey. has craft weapons. Yeah, yeah, I needed to pick it up to make the sting checks, which I ah. did. Are technically simple weapons. Yeah, so you are not able to, but uh, Kermit, if you want to roll me a roll me a engineering check, why not? I don't know if that's the right thing to roll. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Sixteen okay. knowledge engineering. <laughs> it's probably not the right roll at all, but why not? I can uh, understand also... the bow strength. Uh, There's a stat DC for yeah, I'm not going to look it up. It's a plus two strength rating. Beautiful. Uh, for the potions? Like okay. Oh, and then my That's a stealth. That's a stealth. We're doing this. Roll survival. Roll survival. Aluna's just creeping up behind you. <laughs> that was what a good roll, doing? too. What you got there? <laughs> I swear to God! I swear to God! Are you kidding me right now? I knew that was gonna happen. I didn't even want to click it. Oh my god! I gotta be quiet. So for all of you that are listening, he rolled a seventeen minus six for stealth, but then a nine for spellcraft. He does not aim. Twenty-five spellcraft is enough to determine that these are all the same potion, and they are all potions of cure light wounds. Beautiful. I tell no one that. You do? have that right. I protected you. you. Nobody else knows. <laughs> um, I love the morality of this group. It's real great. I'm kidding. Yeah, I, I, I do obviously tell them. I do tell them. It's all all kinds of beautiful selfishness. I love. Uh, it. I, I assume then... Aluna grabs them out of my hand as soon as I tell them what they are and worst chugs them. all four of them. Worst piece them into Miyabe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Like, I feel fine. Stop. <laughs> uh, and then Abner, roll me uh, three. Well, if anyone wants to roll me appraise checks, you can. Or Abner, you can roll a profession merchant three times. Oh, my. Okay. 27, 15, 21. Okay, so we'll say Luna's appraise uh, goes with Abner's first one. Oh, those oh, are pretty please. good. You don't have oh, to do it. I just wanted to see what I would get. <laughs> Alright, we'll just say that you aid. So, uh, with a natural 20 for a praise, Abner, plus 2. Plus 2? Bringing the 31. Well, not... plus 4, actually, if we account Miyabe's. Uh, That's okay. yeah. So. Yep, 31. So, we'll just say that you're able to determine the coinage as follows. 
So let me know when you're ready to write this down. I am ready. 1,632 gold pieces. Nice. 22,350 silver pieces. Okay. 21 platinum pieces. Oh my gosh. Gosh, that's like a ton of wands for Josh to hoard. Well, I'm going back to the village and starting my trade empire, so y'all have a great day. I'm on my way back. I'm out. He's like, he's like you know what? You can have these potions. He's going he's gonna to set up a trade franchise with his uh, new trade partner, who's also found in the barracks currently, who smells That is That is actually yes. enough, I do believe, to, to buy land. For, for, for sure, that's enough to buy. But I also, I also just want to mention in like for the immersion of the game. Like, do you know how long it would take to count that many pieces of coin? Or how much it? Yeah, I was gonna say it would be like five hundred pounds of coin. We would definitely <laughs> have to have like a chest. We're gonna have to bury this like pirate treasure and come back for it later. Like you'd be better off like building the ship back up and just sailing yeah, it, to the- sailing back to the to part. Yeah, like- no, this is actually this is a classic that came up a lot in earlier editions of Dungeons and Dragons, and it's kind of hand waved. I think a lot of modern games. Some people don't, but a handy haversack will go a long way to make this problem not happen. But it used to be quite a hassle for low level characters to actually like recover loot successfully because even after you had secured it now you have to backtrack through your dungeon Mm -hmm. your trap filled dungeon lugging this cargo and lots of traps reset and there's there's all kinds of really fun like really weird just if you like the history of the game there's some really cool stuff that appeared settling that problem so what were the other appraise checks for uh yeah so the other appraise checks uh We'll just say your second one with the aids would be enough to determine that. Uh, so there are six quartz gems that are each worth 20 gold. Gems. Uh, and gems you can sell at market value. Pieces yep. They are created okay. just like furs and other objects. And then the monkey shaped bone idol is very well carved and is worth 75 gold pieces. 75 gold pieces. I'm already getting inventory from a new shop. <laughs> we're gonna have some healthy competition with the emporium i do like the idea though if you do in fact open up a shop that you supply your goods through adventuring or contracting adventurers to go you end up making like a guild like that sounds so fun let's right? do that Beautiful. if Aluna has that idea give it to abner <laughs> <laughs> So are you guys going to do anything with the bodies that are here? Or are you just going to like let them out to sea? Um, no, I think we should bury them. Should we burn yeah. them? I mean, they're zombies. They weren't all zombies, just the four. Oh. Uh, uh, There's thing, a... We bought that shovel. I do have a shovel. <laughs> <True. laughs> <laughs> we had a discussion once about how much, how long it would take a grown with man to shovel a, yeah. a grave. Yeah. Yeah. So Aluna will also uh, basically take time to she she would have handled some of the funeral affairs, but not many. Probably that would have been others in her tribe, but she would have seen it done. Uh, and she is a shamanist, so she will go ahead and take some time to you know bless their spirits and wish them well on the journey. I think she would have some vague concept of the River of Souls, but not not in the way that it's 
officially understood in Galarian, but she would view that there's a passing, you know, into the afterlife and that they need assistance on that journey. So she'll pray for that and uh, wish them well and ask that their ancestors would guide them to the homes and abodes where they belong. As she does that, Kermit would just stand next to her with his with his hat off, just listening. Aww. Aww. It's so, oh my gosh, that's so cute. Takes <laughs> 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 a little hat off. <laughs> okay. All right. So. So I guess you. Time-wise, would we have to camp here and then start making our way back the next day? I mean, there's already tents pitched and camp gear right up north, That's so... not actually true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm yeah, pretty sure we... the map shows that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's I only cops. I hey, guys, I think there's, stuff. like, an abandoned encampment here for some odd reason. Because <laughs> yeah. we can... creepy music? It was for the funeral. It was, like... Oh. I have it labeled as church music with ethereal choir. It sounded like the uh, uh, church music in Home Alone for a second. Yeah, that's kind of fun, though. Like, the ancestors come and they're singing. <laughs> Very yeah. ethereal. I feel like yeah. Luna is like Aryuna of the group from Final Fantasy X. Uh, I don't sorry, get that man. reference. Wrong crowd. What? <laughs> Hey, I know, 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 I know. All right, Brandon, I get the reference, and that was a really well-done reference, because essentially I could visualize a Luna doing that. The rest of you, troglodytes, all of you. Uncultured swine. No, 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 I... I get to defend myself. You know, Josh's logic <laughs> why he hasn't played Final Fantasy X. Yeah. seen the uh, Titus and Yuna are just doing that laughing part. You know which part I'm talking about. <laughs> right. That is the cringy. Yeah, that is very cringy when they're just sitting there laughing and you're like, what are they laughing about? All right. Final Fantasy is a piece of, of culture and gaming history that I unfortunately slept on and never got around to. So by the time I thought about it, it was too late. But... Don't worry, I have Game Pass, I've got free time coming up, I'll I'll, I'll try something, alright? i got plenty of options, not only the new stuff, but... Don't I'm... start with 15, though. Yeah, start like... with 13, it's the best. Anyways, well, let's dig some holes. Let's dig yeah. some holes! <laughs> let's dig some holes, you can tell me which one to do later. Okay, so you guys are going to spend the rest of the day digging holes? Yeah, and then probably Diggy camp Diggy out Diggy here. Can we, um, Diggy Diggy can, we can probably sleep on the boat, couldn't we? Oh. Probably. Off yeah. Of Clever. I don't see why not. It's going to take us two days to get back. Uh, yeah, so let's look at this. Because uh... our goal was to come here right away, then head back to town, and then take the other guy and start looking for one of the other locations. I don't think right? we realized how long it was going to take, which is really funny. So, like, Mitsuzi's probably sitting there, like, I don't. Did they forget me? I thought they were. I thought they were going to come right back. We can use our also, he better form. hope somebody speaks halfling in that village. Otherwise, he's just going to be like, uh, "Well, yeah, the, uh, uh, the he speaks polyglot, so the oh, sheriff polyglot. would be able to talk to them." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he just doesn't speak common. What's her name there with uh, Miss Poison Sword? Doesn't find him. <laughs> That's not going to bode well. Yeah. She's clearly yeah. very racist against half. If I'm not mistaken, in this region of the world, functionally, polyglot would be considered common. Just like in uh, Tianjia, Tianmen, I believe, or Tian, whatever it's called. Uh, yes, I mean, natively, area. yes, but a lot of the people that have come to settle here have come from, you know, upwards in Verizia, and so Verizia, a lot of them country. don't speak polyglot, um, which was part of the problem with the halflings coming to the fort was nobody spoke polyglot and nobody spoke halfling so and they didn't speak common 
So they weren't able to convey why they were there and what they were looking for. And so that caused delays. And then that's when um, things went bad. And that's why, if you've ever noticed me being incredibly snobby in the past, that's why I sometimes will put common parentheses Taldane, because that's the the northern part. What we call common is actually regionally located through the northern part of the inner sea region. But most okay. campaigns take place there, so... Yeah, so I put you back on this map just so that you get an idea. It is going to take you... If you go through unexplored terrain, um, you might be able to get back, but it's probably easiest to go back through the way that you came, but it's still going to take you eight hours to traverse through. Well, I'm engineering. Um, Why don't we just take the ship apart? I can make a raft, and we can just go down the river. That, that <laughs> will probably take you some time. That's an option, but uh, it might take you a little while. So do we have to Best roll... Best darn raft you've ever seen! Do we have to roll percentiles in each of these two hexes to get back, or just the one hex, or how do you want to? So, uh, let me put us back on here. Whoa. So you guys were camping out here, or were you uh, yes. heading back? I didn't. Okay. If we had time to head back, we could have started, but I didn't think we had time to make it any reasonable distance. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to make it super far if you spent most of the day digging holes to bury these people. Um... So yeah, you guys are going to camp out tonight. Are you doing watches again? Yes. I just the three of us are. Well, okay. I'm turning in for the night. Okay, so what's the... <laughs> Abner is just going to get a full night's rest. You just do the same order if you want. Miyabe, Luna, Kermit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I will have Miyabe, since he's going first, I will have you roll a percentile die. Okay. I'm calling a... 53. 32. Random encounter chance. Nope. Okay. 67. It's two thirds of a hundred. It's probably an elder red dragon or something like that. I'd okay. go for that. Uh, so go ahead and roll me another D100. Well, that's always a good thing. That means we have come across a random encounter. Now we're determining what we fight. That's my guess. 82. 82 zombies. Oh. Good thing I'm up on the boat. <laughs> Could you imagine one D hundred kobolds? <laughs> like like <laughs> that's what you fight. <laughs> okay. Mites. The mites from Iron Fang show up. Eighty-two of them. Mm-hmm. Mites are a good one. I like the mites. Killing them. I'm kind okay, of disappointed gonna... more of them. <laughs> I'm disappointed we didn't learn. They mites have like this kind of weird culture though too. I was, I was that would have been cool, like to find like their tribe. Or yeah, because you, yeah, really? they, they're funny little people with low intelligence, but they have their own small scale tribal warfares and stuff. Right. Funny. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Miyabe, roll me a perception check. Another perception check? I had rolled one before doing the D100. Oh, oh, I see it. Okay. So, um, you're sitting there, um, trying to keep a lookout, but. You're facing the jungle and you're listening and you don't hear anything and you don't hear movement come from the water. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, and Just you like hear the Caribbean crabs at the last minute you hear you almost hear a splashing, but maybe it's just the water against the, the shore. When all of a sudden something leaps out 
at you from behind. And we will roll initiative next week. I knew that was going to happen. So where, where are we? Because I actually said I was sleeping on the boat. Were we all sleeping on the boat? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I hope it's reef claws. Reef claws are fun. Oh, they get so many attacks. Yeah. They can grab you. Yeah. yeah. So we will pick that up next time. Thank you to everyone for hanging in there. Uh, yeah. Thank you for your patience today. Sorry. The stream you, froze. I hope you have fun. And if you're listening to this later, we appreciate your dedication and sticking with us. You are the realest ones. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the adventure as much as we did. If you would like to watch live, catch us every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch or YouTube. You can also follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Mildly Heroic. We will see you next time.